Warning. The following audio is episode 17 of The Big Guns, Feeding After Midnight. Big Guns, welcome back. Last week, we had delved a little more into our Laredo saga, as you tried to solve the problem of the gremlins in Danny Delgado's ear. You were able to get a couple of leads, um, since they really know too much about the occult, and as opposed to just ripping the uh, cochlear implant out of his head, you opted to try and ask around. Thankfully, Caleb knew a quote-unquote man who may be able to help knowing a little bit about creatures of evil or at the very least able to you know watch your back while you do whatever it is you thought you were going to do thus you were introduced to the wandering cyber knight a sasquatch going affectionately by dawn seemed like a personally nice guy i like him yeah uh you made your way north kind of at that mountainous, kind of hilly overlook region that you initially spied down on Laredo from, and made your camp for the night. That's where Dawn is currently staying when he's not stuck in the city. You did happen to rescue him from an attack by Los Locos, who have been blaming him for the deaths of several of their men over the past few days. Pretty violent deaths, too. Wonder what was up with that. But, uh, the party kind of talked and tried to come up with a decision of what they could do. Uh, Don realized that the best way would be to get some sort of mystic or shaman to banish them. Fortunately, none of you really know anybody like that. Um, the regulars in town, like Caleb and Don, don't really know anybody. And even Danny, a lo- lifelong resident, doesn't really know too much about the mystic arts or anybody who might practice. So I, I actually refresh my memory. What did the party decide to do before our other member showed up? I think we're actually still puzzling it out before she before, came up Before we there. got... Gotcha. Yeah. So while it's still trying to hatch it out what you were going to do, Charlie caught a whiff of something supernatural in the air, approaching the camp from the darkness, and we met a rather unhinged young woman, <laughs> would be a polite way to say it, I think, a superhero in training. 
Currently adapting yourself to this new world here. Already a superhero. Everyone else is in training. Gotcha. (laughs) There was telekinesis. There was threats of violence. There was promise of somebody else who you can dupe into working for little to no pay. Uh, But all in all, the strange girl Lydia did show that she, at the very least, can make herself invisible. Whether or not that's her only superpower remains to be seen. Uh, the tensions were still kind of mixed, with some folks here still being a little wary of her, and others being a little bit more open to the idea of working with this other stranger, because after all, why not? The more the merrier. When you started to hear a sound in the night air, the rumble of numerous heavy motorcycles coming as danger approaches. So one thing we're going to do is reward the secret Benny from last session, which I apologize, Will, was not something you could have earned, but it was solely for Justin or Tess to pick up. That's okay. And it was called Self-Love or Self-Hate. So basically, (laughs) if one of your characters fawned over or was antagonistic (laughs) towards the other character you were playing, I was going to give you the secret Benny. Uh, So I'm giving this to Tess because Masuki was definitely on edge and wary uh, of Lydia to the point where she was even, you know... More fond of Caleb, so... (laughs) So, Tess, you go ahead and give yourself that, Benny. You can choose which of the two characters gets it, Lydia or Masuki, your choice. Cool. I think Lydia's gonna get it, mainly because she's already blown PowerPoints and we haven't even gone into combat yet. Gotcha. Uh, Bear in mind, you do have the one floating Benny for the extras that can be used, so that's something nice. And you are those that are using PowerPoints are aware of how many they're down. And if you'll see the combat map here, now ignore the enemies to the north for a little bit because they're not quite here yet. Oh, sweet violence. <laughs> hey, it may or may not happen. The map is just set up if it does. Oh, okay. <laughs> so it is dark. The, the terrain, as you can see, is very rocky. Assume anything to the south of you is where the massive uh, kind of cliffside is the, the overhang you were looking at at least 100 feet high so basically we have so, a 100 foot tall wall behind us or is yes. it a drop it's a it's a wall okay you're at the you're at the like base of it yeah that's what i just want to be sure yeah so your mountaineer is parked over there the firelight is here anything outside that firelight is total darkness we'll say there's enough of a moon and stars that it's not like pitch black so it's minus four to anybody who has no form of night vision And of course, you do question mark. If you do have it, then you that whatever penalties your particular version of night vision ignores, you'll ignore. I gotta get my armor first. We have low light vision. I ignore dim and dark illumination. Then you are good. <laughs> As is, I believe Lydia. Yes. And I believe, like Tess in the glitter girl, you do. Yeah. I don't know. Justin, does Mags have any kind of? Any kind of sensors? Cyber. Cyber uh, for... He doesn't have cyber. He does have dwarven... Dark vision. Uh, dar- yeah. Think, yeah, I think they get it to you. So yeah, you're you're good. I think but- it eliminates all penalties for darkness, but not other penalties. But yeah. I, I'm double checking it right now. Yeah, so you should be fine. But everybody else, unfortunately, will suffer if they're outside of a light source. And it will be the minus four. Got it. For darkness. Yeah. Dawn cannot see in the dark. Yusha's about to get pushed behind his freaking armor. <laughs> but you hear the rumble of motorcycles and, and, you know, shouts in the distance. It's too far away to make out what they're saying, but it sounds like, you know, 
a battle yell of a crazed group of berserker people. Also, Ward is over here, because he was getting in line to shoot Lydia, so that's where I have him currently on the map. <laughs> Wasn't everybody? <laughs> yeah, but he was the one sneaking around to do oh, yeah, so. Yeah. He was going to snipe the shit out of her. But you have, a, at best, a couple of minutes to prepare. The terrain here is very rocky. It'll be hard to go very fast in the Mountaineer. Not to mention fitting everybody in it, but... You could attempt to flee if you'd like. Or you could attempt to just fortify. It's your call. What as, do the big guns do in this kind of situation? As Masuki starts running towards her armor, because who am I without my glitter boy armor? No one. Uh, I turned to Max. Oh, that's so sad. And I stare at him. Hoping that he's going to tell me whether he wants me to kill something or to just be ready. Suit up. Be ready. I nod my uh, head. Mag's gonna run and get in the truck. Mag's is getting in the truck? Yeah. Um. Then I'm gonna motion for Yusha and tell her to get in the truck. Clark's gonna get in the truck too. And Yusha. Clark is my co-pilot. Uh, Karis will go with Ward. Er, no, switch that out. No, Clark is my driver, so yeah, he'll he'll be my co-pilot. Um, Karis will go with Ward. Where did Ward go? He's off Getting the side to snipe. To snipe. Look <laughs> towards the right. Ah, gotcha. Uh, so yeah, they will post up back here in the lay. I'd like to kind of head off to the left over here, and I'd like to kind of wait till I hear them come closer and then cast protection on myself, kind of hopefully before combat begins. Huh. Caleb's just kind of looking at everybody scurrying around. It's like, well, are we, are we fucking running or are we fighting? Yeah. And he's still got his gun pointed at Lydia. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lydia is going to take one step forward and yell, Misfits! Muster! It's time, guys! <laughs> Does she bloody well mean us? This is your chance to prove yourself. Well, now there's no need to jump to conclusions. It could be a peaceful encounter. Caleb just kind of looks at him and raises an eyebrow. What is Hig doing, by the way, who's just behind <laughs> this rock chilling? <laughs> oh, yeah. Hig will move. I can't control Hig. Oh. That's odd. Let me... It is odd. No, it's not really. It's He's pretty belligerent. He almost never listens to anybody. That's true. I just imagined him like calmly still eating while everyone's. That's a meta joke because his NPC trait is belligerent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, everybody should have control of him now. It's funnier when I explain it well. That's why I did that. Oh uh, thank my you. God. Sometimes I miss jokes, <laughs> and I appreciate it. You do that. <laughs> and for I any viewers there. out there who don't get jokes, Justin's here for you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Justin, the Mountaineer, assume it illuminates a four-inch cone in front of the vehicle. All right. It is currently pointed out away from the campfire, so... Yeah. We'll just keep that facing. I don't know if it's really a thing, but I'll try to keep up with it. Basically, at the end of your turn, Mm -hmm. the light will be there available so you can see and navigate. And at the end of your turn, if you want it facing a certain way to, like, aid an ally or something like that, just let me know. I'll just say it's facing whatever direction I went, because it would be weird if I, like made a 
360 for half a second to light up a section and then continued on the same direction. So, oh, you're that good of a driver. You might be able to. I am. But a 360 would put it back to pointing where I was going. So I'm not that good of a geometrist. <laughs> All right. Anybody with sensors can give me a notice roll. Do I have sensor, dog, doggy sensors? I no. do now. Okay. <laughs> I am linked into the truck. Uh, you want me to use electronics for the sensors or just notice? Uh, either one. Whichever one you guys would like. Okay. I will use electronics then because that's what I prefer. That's Oof. fair. Thank God uh, so die. That's actually higher than that. It is a, a 10. Alright, so you both got a success of the race. You both kind of are looking at your sensor readouts. You have, it uh, looks like, 10 incoming motorcycles of various, probably putting it like a medium size, kind of rough terrain kind of bike. Also, a similar number of energy signatures. Mag, you recognize those are definitely E-cells from some kind of energy weapons. Mm. Uh, and then slightly behind them are two other smaller bikes. Uh, one with a nuclear signature. Uh, either from the bike or its occupant. And that's kind of what you both get. And they're incoming in the roughly this sort of spread formation you see at the north of the map. Excellent. And they'll be here in about 30 seconds. I did hear tell of a cyborg. Um, I'd like to make my first stealth check. It's cool. Yeah, if you want to go ahead and give a stealth check. I failed, and that's okay. I'll have Warden, oh. or, uh... Yeah, did Warden you at least get a four? make their stealth. No, I so got Charlie, a you didn't. So yeah, you don't... Unfortunately, without a four, you completely... Yeah. So Ward got, uh, five on his stealth. And, um... Karis... Got a four or no a two because she is not a wild no, they, So yeah, of the three of you guys, only Ward actually manages to get a decent hiding spot. <laughs> Lydia is going to cross her arms in front of her body with her hands resting on her shoulders, close her eyes, and put her head down. Alright, pick your final positions for your characters you are responsible for on the map, and then we will start with what's going down. As they start to move closer, Dawn walks out in front and starts waving, you know, with a big genial smile on his face. Just to let you know, the map is roughly 30 squares in length, so that would be 60 yards. Perfect. So we're a little bit bigger than a football field. Everybody positioned where they'd like to be? Yep. yep. Will, was that your psionics roll for? Uh, toughness, yeah. I or used, protection? Or protection. I got toughness, and I got a success of the raise, so I've got plus eight MDC. Nice. Yeah, if Mag can get off a of power before combat starts, he will. Well, you can get off... Uh, you guys are both can activate powers when they get to that point at the map. Um, whether or not that will carry over round by round into combat or not will be depending on what you guys do. Yeah. But you can go ahead and try to activate a power if you'd like. Okay. Uh, actually, you know what? I will wait. We'll see. I have limited power points. <laughs> Don't we all, sir? Don't we all? 
So you guys could see as the some lights in the distance approach, uh, almost a dozen motorcycles kind of bobbing in the night as they hit rough terrain patches. And they kind of get here, and they start to like kind of... Some are still pointed forward, some are swiveling off to the side. Uh, in the light that splays about from their fellow riders, you see just a ragtag group of miscreants, mostly human, a few DBs in the mix, all kind of armed to the teeth. They're, all the bikes do have some kind of mounted weapon on them as well. Slightly aback, you see a very wide, almost like a three-wheeler with a cyborg, like a full conversion Borg on it. You can see like the hilt of a rather large melee weapon of some kind, like sticking out the side of his vehicle, and a decent-sized railgun snapped to his back. Well, I say him, but really you have no idea what gender this thing is, because it doesn't have one. It is purely a mechanical being. It does look like it's kind of hodgepodge together, like the arms and legs don't match each other, they're roughly similar enough in size to not cause it any kind of inconvenience. Mags with like the enhancements of the sensors from what you can kind of make out as he's like at a visible spot before he settles where he is and that giant rock is blocking you. Uh, your best guess is this thing probably has a bit of an uneven gait. It has to probably lope along uh, due to the mismatched legs and things like that. There is also another person in a rather creepy scarecrowish kind of costume, for lack uh, of a better term. Of course there is. That, that would be this individual... <laughs> uh, I have to put my pointer on, sorry. Yeah, that one. <gasps> if you zoom in, you can kind of see what they look like. <laughs> it looks like a scarecrow. Bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> and a cyborg. <laughs> and a villain. So, the night air is still kind of humming with the sound of idling engines that carry fairly good across this hundred yards. Charlie, give me a notice roll, please, with just a minus two for distance. That'll be an eight. Scarecrow is supernatural. <laughs> okay. You are fully aware. Also, you are fully, like, probably going to be seen, because yeah, you realize I... you're not... You're hiding on the wrong side of the rock. Maybe you just didn't think it through. <laughs> or maybe the rock breaks and falls out of the, the way, snow. drawing attention to you. Yeah. <laughs> And then, echoing quite loudly, louder than a human voice could carry, a very robotic kind of tone comes in, and I, it's not quite a female voice, but Google Translate doesn't have an option for me to change this, but you will all hear the following ringing out in the night air. Invadiste nuestro territorio y mataste a mis hombres. Por esto morirás, tu piel será desollada y tus huesos se blanquearán al sol. And imagine it in a much more threatening manner. <laughs> and Justin, I will give you the translation. And I would have tried to say that myself, but I didn't want to butcher the Spanish language. You should have just killed it. It would have been fine. I do have a voice for him when they talk. Meg, as the relays on the outside of the Mountaineer pick up this audio and it's played inside for you, your translator, however you have it set, do you have it set to... Uh, like, visual, or is it audio, where it'll kind of... Mm. So can everybody in the car hear, or just you? <laughs> it should be audio right now, because we've been talking with, uh... So I just messaged you what was said. Well, hello, everyone. Future Justin here, jumping in real quick to translate for you. The message that Jason sent me was, 
You trespassed on our territory and killed my men. For this you will die. Your skin flayed and your bones left to bleach in the sun. Yeah, that's it for me. Back to the past. Well, I don't particularly like that. Uh, so, yeah. Like, anybody who can see Caleb, which most people are ahead of him, so they don't, there's like a worried look as he didn't quite catch or able to translate all of that, but he got enough. <laughs> and he's looking towards the nearest rock big enough to hide him. And then, Masuki, you don't have a translator, right? So No, my stuff does not work properly, thank you. But Lydia speaks Spanish, we said, correct? Yes. So let me go ahead and translate for you as well. <laughs> Scarily enough, I've already got a pretty good idea. There you go. Justin, does Don speak Spanish? Yes. Then he understood as well. Mm-hmm. And Higgs, of course, will, will know. <laughs> but I don't think he cares. All right. As the fading echo of this robotic, somewhat angry, but like not quite full anger, like whatever software they have to translate emotion doesn't quite click. But the, the last bits of this this tirade, threat, or just maybe it's a happy greeting, <laughs> rebound off all the rocks around you. What are you doing, big guns? I'm waiting on Mags to give me a signal. Yeah, Mags of the truck just kind of like got the engine idling, waiting to see what happens. Although, I guess he kind of has a deal now. Um... So I will uh, broadcast on, you know, open frequency radio here uh, and let the thing translate. Um, I don't know what territory you uh, believe we have intruded upon, but uh, you best turn around and go back. We're not the ones you're looking for. <clears throat> uh, seconds broadcast. So everybody can kind of hear that, because it does Mags' English first, and then the mm-hmm. Spanish broadcast afterward. A few seconds go by. Everybody's pulses just start kind of pounding in their temples. A few more seconds. And then a radio crackles, and it sounds like it's uh, not a good quality mag. Like, it's definitely struggling to broadcast with all the interference of the rock here. And now I'll just speak in English, and but again, this will be in Spanish. Gotcha. You flaunt your weapons of war in Los Locos territory. You killed my men in the downtown square. We tracked you here. Even a fool can find a glitter boy in the sun. Mm. You are who we are looking for, and you will die. Well, and at that, that's... here's a few like fading hoots and hollers as like what they stop broadcasting. Well. That's fair. Uh, I didn't realize you were those guys. Uh, yep, we are the ones you're looking for, then. Uh, <laughs> I think with that, we're going to go ahead and do a combat. <laughs> uh, Will, I am going to mark off one round so okay. of your flight, or, or excuse me, your protection. Okay. But otherwise, I think we're good there. All right, let me just recall. 22 power points, then. So to simplify these things, the guys on bikes will all go on just the same action card. Alright. Lydia, as nonchalantly as she's standing, is first. So you can kind of just make out a few like hoots and hollers as the men start screaming their bloody cries. You don't really hear much of the radio broadcast. Because you don't have one. That's true. 
And then laser fire starts lighting up the sky as they're shooting mostly straight up in the air, not actually at any targets. And you hear the revving of bikes, and you can just kind of tell shit's about to go down. Thank God. Uh, any path you take with the small rocks will cost two squares of movement because it is difficult gotcha. terrain. Anything this size or larger is blocking terrain. Gotcha. Uh, this, the, these size, the smaller ones, you can make an athletics check to maybe get past. Anything else, you'll have to just go around. I'm perfectly fine with going around. I was just checking my pace. So, so this square, this square, going to be difficult terrain. So they cost two squares instead of one. You said it's pitch dark outside of the fire. It's dark, so it's the minus four, not the minus six. Right now, they are all fairly easily illuminated because the lights on their motorcycles show you kind of where to shoot. Sweet. Um, yeah. <laughs> I take off running, like, Naruto style, with my arms behind, <laughs> flapping behind my back. <laughs> I, are you I, actually going to run? Yeah, I'm going to pop claws as I'm going. Oof. Alright. So remember, running is a minus two to any of your actions, and roll your run die to see how much extra movement you get. Not mad about that. You only have a D6 run die? Mm. Okay. That's one extra inch you can move. Ah! And I just mark off the blood and activate your clouds. Because mm-hmm. I should probably pull up some character sheets for these guys, right? I mean... No. You guys intend to fight them, don't you? Don't do me any favors, I'm good. Okay. They, they don't need character sheets. Then I'll just make things up. Wait a minute, I've changed my mind. Let's go ahead and pull those character sheets. <laughs> He's too cool. creative. Exactly. <laughs> What's a good die that I don't roll enough? D12. That's a good die. Nobody even likes that. I'm gonna have to eat a bunch of people today. Alright, Lydia, doing anything else? Waiting until somebody gets close to me, so a negative captain. Alright. Next up is Johnny Cinco. He's issued his threat. His men are gonna spring to action. I think he's gonna get off the bike, because he doesn't give a shit about having a light. How far can John Cinco move? He's actually really fucking fast himself. He's just gonna run. Sweet. Uh, I'm actually blowing an extra PowerPoint. Okay. I almost forgot about it. I wanted these bad boys to do mega damage. Hell. Hey, look, I rolled a one on his one die. <laughs> we can't Is even it? get to one another! Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Nine, I kind of want to use telekinesis on Lydia <laughs> for flying to combat. <laughs> So despite so his awesome. slightly uneven robotic legs and his weird kind of loping pace, he is hauling ass. Um, anybody without dark vision really can't see him because he doesn't have any light sources in this area. Lydia, of course, saw him as he flitted across there for a second, but right now that rock is blocking your line of sight to him. And as he's running, he is just pulling out what appears to be a very massive sword. Fuck. Alright, he is Dunzo. Turn order-wise. Done. You saw Lydia in the faint bit of firelight, and then, like a shadow, she's going off. Impressive. Don's going on hold. 
Okay. Charlie. Uh, what's your movement on Lydia? Tess? Uh, my pace is six, sir. Okay, if I use telekinesis, I could get you into combat earlier. I don't know if there's any mechanical benefit, but I think it's funny. I'm completely here for it, okay? Well, remember, you're going to have to move to get line of sight to her, because right now you're blocked. Okay. Fair enough. And then... I'm sure she's within your range, because you have, like, a smarts of, like, 10 or 12, so you it's should be able 12. to hit her. Yeah. I mean... All right, yeah. A couple more Telekinesis. I, yeah. I think so. Um, <laughs> yes! Do, you, do I have to use... Uh, D10 or D12 on a normal... I, I think, think the way you described Lydia, I think a D10 is probably plenty. Okay, great. So, yeah, I'll spend five. And, and I don't think Lydia's going to contest this, but you just need to at least get your four to activate. Absolutely not going to contest this. Yeah, so I'll that, That's plenty. That. That's fine. So yes, uh, Lydia shall now fly. Ha 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 if you were telling, so you either need to move her around this rock here or over it. Um, either way, it's going to be about two squares of movement, though. Two to go okay. over, two to kind of go around the side. So okay, okay. Um, let me see. Smarts per turn. That's twelve. Say so. And remember, Charlie, you actually can see the cyborg because you have dark vision. He has a unobstructed view of you. Yeah, you can actually, actually see drop you her now. right in front of him. <laughs> Yeah, I can. If you want that, that's really cool. I can't control your token. Oh, that's right. Sorry. So, Hold on. You're good. Yeah, twelve should put you right there. Yeah, straight yep. line arrow. He's nine. Yep. So with the two to get over the rock. Yep, you're good. Sorry, I was counting <laughs> as I was moving. And if you were in Lydia's mind right now, you would know that she just figured out how to activate the flying. <laughs> oh my god, why have I never thought of this before? Just run really fast and think about getting there. I think playing into your delusions is a good idea. Mm-hmm. I think it's a great um, idea. That's my turn. <laughs> All right, and that was the second round of your protection. All right. After Charlie is our friend, leader, lovable grumpus, Mag Flint. Mm. You caught a glimpse of that strange new work-for-hire kind of go flying through the sky in your headlights. And then she was kind of out of your line of sight. Yeah. You don't quite know what she's going towards, uh, unless you want to spend an action to actually consult sensors and things like that. Uh, well, Mag has... Well, no. Yeah, the, it's the more rocks the, blocking the yeah, line of sight. I gotcha. Your sensors uh, can go around line of sight, but you'll have to actually spend an action to... Use yeah. Them. I'm not worried about that. Um, I'm going to find out what's going on here very soon. Uh, Mag is going to... Uh, cock his uh, check off cannon there you know dial spin uh, millions of nanites flow out of his arm into it forming a grenade that he shoots at the ground right next to the truck and explodes into a cloud of gas that turns into living tendrils as it reaches out toward everyone within range there let me roll to see if he can pull it off. If you're shooting outside the truck, you're going to need to spend an action to open the door or window. If you're doing it inside the, the Mountaineer, you can get everybody inside, no problem. But 
okay. getting outside is going to... So you'll have a multi-action rolling down the window. So yeah, you'll have a multi-action penalty is basically what I'm getting at. Okay. Let's see. I rolled a three, so I will re-roll with a Benny, uh, which is a seven. Not a success on a raise, but a success nonetheless. It'll be a, a five, but that's still a success. So, yep. Power activates. Yeah, yeah. Either way. Uh, so, five power activates, and uh, this is boost trait to boost vigor. It's only one die step because I didn't get a raise, but it'll hit Caleb, Hig, Dawn, uh, yes, the Glitter Girl, and uh, me and everybody in the truck. So that is one, two, three, four. I don't five, think you can six, do seven. AOE on boost. I it's think not you have AOE. To... It's I have to pay for each one. Okay, I just want to make I'm sure you're clear on that. Power points. I know for the lower, you can just pop an AOE. Nope. So it's a plus one die type to vigor to everyone there, and there's a boost trait thing on the character sheet if you just want to. If you just hit the gear next to vigor. Ooh. So it's uh, uh, one step. Nice. Which improves everybody's toughness. Yes. Uh, one point. So Caleb, Hig, Don. Yeah. It cost me nine Masuki. power points. Yeah. But you don't cast many powers, so you might as well throw it all into one good one, right? I only have ten, so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. There will be no more powers coming from me. Although no, I guess I could burn a Benny to get the other ones. Are you going to drive the Mountaineer anywhere on your turn? I am. Clark is going to uh, assist. Oh, wait. I don't have to roll anything. Yeah, you can just move Oh, did you get the extras a turn? They should all have them, yes. Oh, okay. Cool. All right. Great. I I might have... I think I got Even better then. Uh, You should. Yep. Clark has a turn. You got him. Uh, I don't need to make a roll anyway because I'm not actually doing anything. So one, two, three... Four. Now for the ATV, it's only one and a half squares for the difficult terrain. Which is a little more of a pain in the ass to calculate, but does ultimately save you some movement. He gets right there. Yes, the Mountaineer peels off, kind of bumping up and down as it hits over these little rocks and starts crushing them. Oddly enough, very close to Charlie as you, like, flash right by him. Mm-hmm. Go get him, boss. Uh, and so, yeah, he would have come around that rock slinging and she'd be pointed toward uh, Lydia and them, but they're outside the range of the headlights. Okay. But you do see the combat cyborg a little surprised to see a woman flying through the air at him. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Mag, you done? Uh, yeah, Mag is done. Alright. Undisclosed scarecrow type person. Let me pull up your wonderful character sheet. Let's see. What's a good thing he could do? Ah. It'll have to be that. Alright. How much is that going to cost? Three, six... 7, 8, 9, and 11. That sounds like a fair deal. Let me go ahead and mark off 11 power points. <laughs> Charlie, you suddenly get a splitting pain in your head. Ow. 
as a horrible smell drifts from the, the north there. Or technically, I guess it's the south, but... Alright, so we are now at that many power points, assuming this spell actually goes off. And yes, it is a spell. Yeah, I think that's fine. It's not worth this. Is it worth a Benny to try to get a raise? Yeah, I think it is. I will re-roll. I'm not spending another Benny. But... Lydia, you can kind of see in the faint light that where these cones of the motorcycle are shining, there's a man in a weird hat and like goggles and face wrappings, and he's gesticulating wildly with his hands, and you can kind of just hear the rush of wind that's not just you flying through the air at high speed, but it's coming from that part of the valley there, um, and just making little mini cyclones around all five of these people. Magic were cast, folks. Oh huh. no. Seems that like we have a powerful villain on our hands. Basically, they all have deflection. With the greater power modifier. So they all have a minus four penalty to be hit. Shit. Hey, it was 11 power points. It was not cheap. I, that made me sad. That's more power <laughs> penalties than I have in total. <laughs> Alright, he is done with what he wants to do. Which brings us to our bandit friends. So motorcycles are going to rev up. Uh, the little wrenches on them mean they are currently on their motorcycle. If they are unseated or if their motorcycles are blowed up, I will remove that. Alrighty. Uh, because they're on a vehicle, they get 12 pace, unless they want to attempt to uh, spend an action to drive. I don't think they're going to. I think 12 is plenty. Start with this guy. 1, 2, 3, 4. They have Wastelander bikes, which also have ATV. So every difficult terrain only counts as 1.5 squares. 6.5, 7, 8. 9, 10, 11, 12. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, and a half, 10, 11, 12. I'm just going to move this group first and then I'll have their actions go. Alright, so they come roaring down here. They're pretty good on the uneven terrain as their bikes are crude but built for this kind of stuff. Charlie, in your dark vision and in the cones of lights that are spraying against you now, you see that each one of these motorcycles has a mounted cannon of oh, some kind. <laughs> and it looks like they are they have weapons strapped to their backs and on their sides as well, but it looks like they're focusing on using the old cannon. Let's see. This guy can see you in his cone. This guy, you're out of the cone, out of the cone added a cone. So, Charlie, this guy will shoot at you. The other three are going to go take pot shots at the Mountaineer. Alright. Let's get them up. Care cheat. And currently, you have no penalties to be hit, correct? Uh, other than the darkness. You're in this light, so okay. that one's not going to affect him. 
Oh. oh, he's not. Thank God he's an extra, right? <laughs> As laser fire kind of goes above you and shatters that rock, leaving a pretty decent-sized hole and scorch mark. All right, and Justin, the Mountaineer is technically a large size category, right? Uh, yes, so it would they would have the plus two plus to hit two, it. Yeah. All right. Although it is MDC. I don't know if they're firing MDC weapons. We'll find out in a second here. Yep. Uh, I'll just go... Clockwise, starting from the top. Damn. Uh, so one does hit with the raise, one misses. Actually, that would hit with the, the size bonus, and another one hits. Yes, these are not MDC weapons. Mag, judging by the looks of them, they're probably... They are vehicular-scaled weapons, but they look like to be anti-personnel weapons. So the windshield and the front paint gets scratched up a little bit, but you can comfortably know that those lasers are not going to do a, a damn thing to the Mountaineer, unless they somehow aim at a very vulnerable spot, which probably isn't even going to be able to be exposed unless this thing is flipped. Alright, that group is done. Let me do the next group. Again, I'm going to move them all first and then have them take their action, which they're all just going to take one. And Dawn's going to jump in after their actions. Okay. Alright, so they all come zipping down here. They see this woman flying towards the boss. This guy's getting cocky and thinks he's going to try and pick her out of the air. So he, like, hits one of these rocks, yanks up on his bike into a wheelie to kind of point his cannon up to the sky, and takes a pot shot at Lydia as she's flying through the air. He will make a shoot and roll. He's got you in his cone, so no darkness penalty. Unless you have any kind of penalty to be hit, that will strike you. Okay. Are you currently an MDC being? Uh, my armor is. No, I mean, your armor is regular armor, so it's not MDC. So unless you've used a supernatural way to get MDC. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have no resilience coming right. at the moment. Then this damage roll could potentially hurt. You say normal armor, I say environmental. Yeah. Uh, let's see, this laser is 46 AP 5. I'm just going to use the stats for this Wilkes Remy because it does the same damage. Uh, 10. What is your toughness? Base 8, 2 modifier, and I never picked armor, so I don't know. So it's a 10 base. We'll go with 10. I'll put some armor uh, with on With your armor, it'll be... I think you'll be okay, because even with the AP5, I think your armor will just barely keep the shot from hurting you. Laser hits you, kind of makes you twist in the air a little bit, uh, but doesn't hurt. This guy is going to see if he can take a pop a shot at Dawn here. I think he's got a fairly unobstructed line of sight. Uh, I will say he'll have a you'll have cover from that big boulder there. Alrighty. So between the darkness and the boulder, he's gonna be at minus six. I doubt he's gonna hit, but you never know. Things can ace. Nope, not that one. Negative two. This guy is going to not do anything. They think the boss is going to handle the crazy lady who's going to splatter like a bug against him. I think they're all good. They are done. So, we are now at dawn. A laser bolt just kind of goes way to the right of you. Um, Mrs. Dawn saw these guys come up here past the uh, Mountaineer and Charlie shooting lasers. So, he, as soon as he saw the laser fire... He takes off running toward them. 
Let me yeah, make you- sure that I can get that. I actually have to roll a two on my run die, but let's try it. Uh, yep. Yeah, 15. That's That was 10 there. So we're good. Uh, so he's going to run and take uh, one action as he just uh, clotheslines this guy here with a fight. Remember, attack. they are on motorcycles. Yeah, he's going to he's gonna attack the guy on top of the motorcycle. He's going to clothesline him. Okay. Uh, so Don has um, charged and overrun. So he ignores the run penalty if he makes a fighting attack at the end of his run. And as long as he... As long as he moves beyond his normal pace, which he did, uh, he gets plus two to the damage, and if the enemy is shaken, they are not prone. Cool. So, that is what I'm counting on, that he will be at least shaken and therefore knocked off of his uh, motorcycle. Nice. All right, give me that good old attack roll. Fighting roll. It's a six minus uh, four. That's not yeah, good. because it is dark. Yeah, because of the darkness. Uh, so I will spin a Benny. I'll try it out again. That's much better. <laughs> Couple With an ace there, we got a 15 minus 4 yes. is an 11. So that should be And a, their parry is a 5, so you hit with a raise. Success and a raise. Uh, I don't know what unarmed damage is. Isn't it like just strength? Yeah, it's just strength. So this will be strength plus two plus a D6. So let's roll strength real quick. Uh, he rolled uh, one plus four is five plus two is seven. Unfortunately, it does not equal their toughness. So you come, it's dark. He kind of just sees you coming, tilts the bike in one of those like really insane angles, and you just barely kind of catch him in the arm a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like... It doesn't hurt you, but doesn't hurt him either. Okay. Uh, Don is not happy with their violent solution here. How much damage did you do, Justin? Seven. Seven. Violent solution. Them shooting the the lasers at my people. Oh, friends, my new friends. If Don is done, it is Higgs' turn. Hig, uh, seeing everybody running away f- without him. Uh, do dog boys have? Does Hig have low light? I don't know. If it doesn't say on his character sheet, then he's not. Remember, he's not a dog boy. He's a pig boy. Uh, let's see. No, he doesn't have low light. Uh, but he saw everybody running off, so he's just gonna move off in that direction. Looked like fighting over there. Oh. One, two, three, four, five, six. Let's roll his run die, see if he can get any extra movement. So he got one more. So he just runs up to there. We're all terrible at running, including the bad guys. All right. Any action on Higgs part? Uh, no, just that. Okay. He put Masuki. on his uh, pyramids. Glittering it, in the firelight. This is my target. That general area with those people in it, I don't know, because you're doing them in bulk. Uh, I'm shooting my lasers. I'm going to say he will get cover from the Mountaineer, because it's big enough, unless you move. If you get move more to the right, you can get a clean shot at him. Okay. I'm not staying back here for funsies. I just want to make sure I can keep my eye on all the bad guys. And you are roughly 18 squares away, so... 
depending on your weapon, make sure you're in a decent range bracket. 300 is my max. On the personal scale laser? Yeah, so... Yeah, I think 75 is like the low, so you should be good. I will say... You don't have a pen... I'll say the Mountaineer's little cone is lighting him up, and he's got the light on his bike, so you're good. Sweet. So that's definitely going to hit with that 8. That'll be a success and a raise. See what kind of damage we do. Are you shooting him or his bike? I am shooting... Uh, his bike. No, him. Mags might want to keep the bike. <laughs> <laughs> That's a write-off. Sweet Holy baby Jesus. <laughs> Oh wait, that's the wrong uh, one. That's the wrong one. It's the wrong one. That's oh, why. God that's damn it. <laughs> yeah. For, oh, that's, oh, that's, that's, that that's that still change been pretty good. It's still twenty one. Twenty one. No, it's twenty five. You hit with a raise. Oh, that's yeah, right. Even better. Okay. And you're you're shooting him, and that's AP. I believe it's three five on an anti personal laser. So, yeah. How do you kill this man, Tess? <laughs> um. I'd actually like to try and concentrate my laser to the point where I just shoot his head off of his shoulders, like blow right through it. That I want him perfect. to continue to ride until he just falls over. <laughs> actually, you were targeting this guy, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, so he's just going to crash into that rock. <laughs> a headless corpse attached to a bike. I hope the bag survives. Sorry, Mags. I'll give Probably, it like, a, spins and gets strawberried <laughs> again by the Mountaineer. <laughs> but, uh, good kill. <laughs> if you have any movement left, you can, of course, spend it to move elsewhere. Yeah, I haven't moved, so there we go. And that is how I'll do Mags, it. in your Mountaineer, you see, like, a laser blast kind of go past the windshield, and then a brief flash of light, and you think you saw some mist. It's hard to tell in the darkness off to the sides, but you hear a shriek of metal on rock. And it is Clark's turn. Uh, Clark is going to uh, check the gauges of valves and uh, maybe, really, you know, flip some switches to engage suspensions and things like that as he supports Mag's next uh, driving role. Awesome. Sounds like an electronics are driving to me, your call. Uh, we'll use driving. That's the whole reason he's in the truck. Uh, and he failed. He rolled a one on his D8 as an extra. Sad face. Shit's going too quick. <laughs> it's been a while since he's had to help you drive. Hey, you fool, really I already flipped those switches. You think I don't know how to drive this truck? Of course it's already set up for the rocky terrain, you set up a bitch. <laughs> Put that back. <laughs> All right, as poor Clark is getting dressed down, it is Ward's turn. Uh, okay, Ward, uh, let's see. He'd have to pop out from behind that rock yeah, to hit anybody. Yeah, he's gonna have to step up. Um, and it, I mean, if you want, I can step up even further. It doesn't matter. He'll have enough movement to move back uh, yeah, after his turn is done. I'm checking the range. Um, he ignores, he has a multi-optic scope, so he doesn't have any penalties from the illumination. He's 14.7 squares. So yeah, he's fine. Yeah, we'll call it uh, 15. Short range is, is 30. Um, so yeah, you're fine. I'm assuming I haven't shooting. seen anything that indicates that these guys wear an MDC armor, so we're just going to shoot regular at this 
point, so single shot, uh, which allows him to use the uh, marksman. Make sure, hold on, I might not be able to do that. Oh, no, I did move, so. so. Uh, But still, single shot. Um, At uh, this guy right here, it's the only guy I have a clear, clear line of sight on from this position. Yeah, it, looking through his scope, it's as clear as day. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we'll just roll that attack. You actually could. Hold on. One, two, three. Not quite make it. So, I'm going to, he's going to run. I'm going to roll that run die real quick. Okay. Why are you not running? He only got one tip, uh, but he's going to move out to there, shoot at that guy, and then he'll continue his run. But that will give him a minus two for the running, but he offsets that with his uh, scope. scope. So. All right, so seven, not a raise, but that should hit. That does hit. And Let's see some damage. Damage as a 18. And AP on that view. AP three, three. Like. And it is not mega damage, though, so... That's fine, because they are not wearing big heavy armors. Uh, so you'll destroy all of his armor with the AP, dropping him down to seven. So yeah, he's very dead. How does Ward kill him? Yeah, so yeah, he's a sniper. He's been waiting. He just calmly steps out, braces his rifle, lines him up. Single shot, single kill. That's how it works. Masterful. And Nobody really sees finishes. it, because he's you know, doing it yeah. in the dark. <laughs> but... Which is how he's supposed Aww, to be. People should just true. suddenly wonder why. Wait a second. I never saw that guy get shot. Who killed him? That, Charlie Don Hig. Well, not Hig because line of sight. But Charlie Don and the Mountaineer crew see his bike just swerve and, you know, skid in the dirt there. Mm-hmm. Why'd he fall down? <laughs> yeah. And then he just com- continues his combat crouch as he hustles forward to the next rock. All right. Yusha in the Mountaineer. What's she doing? Uh, trying to see if possibly she can see uh, Caleb somewhere in the background, but she knows he's too far away and she doesn't actually have anything for that, but it doesn't stop her from <laughs> trying to find him in the dark. <laughs> Alright. Any actual actions or anything like that? She nope. could try to support somebody in the Mountaineer. Oh, okay. Cool. Any skill you, anything you want to support, and then whatever skill you can justify to do it. Mm. Be an emotional speech. She could just do stealth and stay quiet and not interfere <laughs> with anybody. <laughs> I, I, I would allow that. <laughs> I won't be distracting. I won't be distracted. Uh, I guess I'm gonna. Who else is in this mountain here? I think it's just her, Mags, and Clark. There, whoever's in there is off to the side on the white part, the bottom right oh, corner of the map. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm going to attempt to support... I guess it's going to have to be Mags on his next whatever god-awful roll he's going to make. Pretty sure you have to decide what you're supporting. Yeah. Ah, fair enough. It sounds like when he was dressing down Ward, he's intending to do some fancy driving. And I'm fine if you want to communicate as players. I don't think you should be penalized. Yeah. Okay, good. That was the hard part. I was like, I can't. Mag I... is driving. That's the primary thing. So if you're going to support him, the best thing to support would be driving, unless he were to do something else. No, I'm completely down with that. As a matter of fact, she's going to attempt to uh, use her newfound piloting skills 
that she's been working on inside of that uh, glitter boy to try and uh, help you preemptively push the right buttons and flip the right switches. Like as you go to flip a switch to do something, she just kind of goes, oh, I got it. You can do the other side. Gotcha. I just picture her like from the back seat, reaching through between him and uh, Clark who are arguing. <laughs> yeah, because Clark sucks. Just kidding. And that would be a success. So Mags, you'll get a plus one in your driving role. Plus one e Good job, Yusha. Even distracted by a boy, you're doing a good job. <laughs> Which brings us to Karis. Ward vanished from her cover position, and the crack of a rifle filled the air, but... Uh, Karis is gonna um, hustle forward. One, two, three, six. She can get there uh, with regular pace without having to run, so she'll move there. She's gonna uh, lean out over the rock sight down these different guys and support Ward's uh, next shooting role by calling out vectors to him. All right, uh, Cap, there, there's uh, two over uh, that way. There's uh, two more around this rock. Uh, there's a big-ass fucking cyborg, a flying girl. Uh, hold on. Uh, so I'm going to give you a minus use... two for the darkness. Um, based on the lights in the vehicle, she can still attempt it. Okay. And that's All not right, going to be good. the full minus four. Yeah, we'll just use a notice then. Uh, she did not succeed, though. I don't think it's her fault. It's a chaotic mess over there. Yeah. Motorcycles are running, crashing into each other in rocks. Lasers are firing off. She it's said exactly what I said, and then War was like, well, this, you didn't tell me direction. You just <laughs> you just counted out loud and then got surprised about a flying girl. You didn't even say who. <laughs> like <laughs> Clock positions, girl. Clock <laughs> positions. <laughs> We've discussed this. Caleb's, like, kind of just sitting in the fire, like, bloody hell, these people are all madmen. But he kind of, like, glances over at Masuki, who just fired off a laser and presumably killed somebody. Oh, fucking hell. And he just holds his pistol up, and Masuki, like, you can see, like, just green eldritch runes just start glowing on it. Let's get his wild die. And his... Ooh, that wild die aced. Yeah, that's freaking legit. Let's get a raise, buddy. No, fuck you. <laughs> but still, it's enough for it to activate. As he activates, ammo whammy. <laughs> and then he will move to the edge of the firelight. But he's not leaving it, because apparently, for some reason, Darkseid is not on the Huckster list of spell powers. <laughs> really? Yeah, you think it would be. I did think it was. Alright, so that's gonna bring us back to the top of initiative, which means a new round of cards. Deal. Well, I, I, we have a good news, bad news situation, folks. Both jokers were drawn, one for each nice. side. Dang. Uh, before we resolve that, let's go ahead and do our folks with extra initiative options. Masuki is got a five of clubs. I'm assuming you want another card. Absolutely. How does an eight of diamonds strike your fancy? That's gonna work. Okay. And then our spellcasting scarecrow boy. I don't think he wants another card. I think he's going to stick with that fucking joker. It doesn't, <laughs> uh, doesn't make yeah. any sense to ditch that one. Agreed. So I think he's good. All right, so first of all, young Yusha, somehow, lucky as hell, everybody on your side gets a Benny. So for those of you in control of two characters... And you know what? I'm feeling generous today. It was near the end of our first major story arc. The extra only Benny 
gets a second one. Sweet <laughs> action! And it will persist just like that one between sessions. Cool. Nice. Yusha. Yes. Yusha's in the car. She's flipping levers. She's feeling sure of herself. She gets a plus two to everything she does this turn, so... So it looks like we're still supporting Max, because he might have to do some fancy finagling so we don't all get blown up. Yeah. It won't stack with the previous roll, but if you get a raise, obviously you'd give him a bigger bonus. Right, yeah. right. So yeah, so now she's gone from sitting in the back seat trying to flip switches between the two of them to pretty much outright, like, almost sitting in both their laps while leaning across both their shoulders and is actively flipping switches. <laughs> But, like, every time she does, she actually bumps somebody and she apologizes. Sorry. 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 <laughs> I, uh, with a plus two, that would be a four. Yep, yep. So that would just be a normal success. So it won't override the plus one, but he still has it. Right, right. But not bad, Yusha. Now, all my enemy wild cards get a new Benny. I don't like that. Boo. Take it back. Yep. I forget if I get one as well. I'll assume no, and I'll look at it later if it becomes relevant. I'll look it up for you because I think you are wrong. I think you do get one. Yeah, I, th- I think I do, but I was trying to lean more on favoring you guys if I'm unsure or something. So, the Scarecrow Man, after empowering his allies here, starts walking forward. Lydia still sees him just kind of as she's kind of flying through the night so she can see perfectly in the darkness. Every step he takes... You first you hear a small rumble at the first, then a louder rumble, and then another, and another, as thunder starts peeling every time he takes a step. His fingers are wagging quickly, and he's ending and he's pointing his hands widespread at you, and a bolt of lightning rips from the sky. Well, that's the first let's move him. One, Shit. two, three, four, five. With the difficult terrain, he'll be there, so that definitely puts him within smarts range. Spell time, Leyline Walker. What you got? Uh, I think we're going to do a bolt. And I think we're going to spend the power points for a greater bolt. And I think we're going to spend the power points for Onslaught. So that's going to put this at a whopping seven power points. Alright, so a spell casting roll with a plus two. That's going to be a nine. <laughs> nice. Which should hit you without with a raise. It's... Confirm you get one in your general pool and one to each wild card. That's what I thought. Which mirror uh, are you because- shooting? The Lydia. Okay. <laughs> he, can't, he has no way to hit you with the, the glitter girl from here. Uh, but Lydia is lit up fairly well. I will say he's got at least a minus two, so he's not going to get the raise unless I re-roll. But you know what? He did just get a Benny, so let's fucking re-roll. Let's, let's do some shit here. He's got that plus two. He might as well take advantage of it while he's still alive, right? Right. That's even worse. That is worse. <laughs> That's much worse. Yeah, so with the minus two, he's only got a seven, but it is going to hit. And let's see. So, this is an MDC attack. And you are not currently resilienced up as an MDC being, correct? Correct. Does I forgot, did I give you, as a vampire, does it say anywhere that you ignore gritty damage? I don't remember. As I calculate my damage on this bad boy. 
Alright, 46 MDC. And none of those aced, unfortunately. How is that I'm unfortunate? Not a, for me, for villainy. Oh. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know how that's unfortunate. And you said your toughness without armor is a 10. Is, this doesn't have AP, and there's no Rift's armor that I think only gives a plus 3. Yeah, so shockingly enough, like yeah, shockingly enough, no pun intended, your armor absorbs the brunt of this, but you are full-on hit with a lightning bolt, and your hair starts kind of frizzing out with static electricity, and it tingles, and, and you feel it. That but was inconsiderate. But not enough voltage goes through to actually cause your undead flesh any amount of harm. And he is done. But next is John Cinco. Mm-hmm. Who sees you coming flying at him. It just You see him take a wide stance. His body rotates in an unnatural way that only a me- mechanized being can do. As he kind of just... Lydia would be familiar with the sport of baseball, so she's from modern Earth. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that's what he's going to do, is just kind of slice you out of the air with his giant sword. Sweet. Uh, and he's just going to do... One action. He does have fr- improved frenzy, so he will get two fighting die on this. And he also has sweep, but nobody's close enough. Alright, so two fighting dice. So the first one will go with that wild die, and then ignore the wild die in this follow up. Seven is the best he's got. What is Lydia's parry? Uh, seven. Is it seven? Mm-hmm. Alright, so he does hit, but not with a raise. And he can see in the dark, so no penalty there. And you hear the, as it's getting close to you, you hear the faint hum of a vibrating blade. Which is weird, they don't have those on your world. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is a fair bit of damage, and it is AP 12, so your armor will be completely ignored. Oh. Ooh. Jesus, God. Yes, that's and y- your toughness is 10, right? Mm-hmm. So that's 28 over, so that's going to be the max four wounds. Okay. Uh, you can roll, uh, spend a Benny to roll Vigor to try and knock some of those bad boys down. Yeah. Otherwise, you'll be instantly incapacitated. <laughs> and put into torpor, I believe. That is a success and a raise, so you will negate two of those wounds. Perfect. Yeah, you just... Doesn't hurt so much because you know you're a superhero, aka undead abomination that doesn't feel pain. <laughs> but um, superhero. you are pretty much split in two. <laughs> maybe it's because you can't really twist in the telekinetic grasp that's got you, or maybe this guy's just that good, or maybe when somebody swings a surfboard of vibrating metal at you, it's easy to swat. Uh, you almost lose an arm, but you are missing a substantial chunk of your torso. <laughs> Rude group of villains. It's fine. He doesn't have a facial expression, but if we kind of take our little, like, omniscient camera look, he's surprised in that little pink flesh chunk that is his brain. You should be dead. (laughs) You don't appear to be. (laughs) He is done. Ward, you are up. Alright, uh... Ward sights in on this uh, cyclist that is uh, 
next to Lydia. I don't know. He might qualify for some cover. I'm not sure there. You can just barely avoid it. So you're fine. Okay. Works for me. And so... Uh, you are minus four, though, because this guy has the deflection spell. So okay, it's hard well, for Ward to make out because it's too far to hear, but there is a whirlwind of around this guy deflecting things. Yeah. The multi scope pops up reading, like, the wind at the rangefinder there, and then his practiced... Uh, uh, he can ignore two from the scope, but he can't, uh... Yeah, so the scope will negate the negate. darkness, but the deflection bonus is gonna stand, yeah. Well, it'll it'll negate two points of the deflection, the scope will, but the marks, his marksman thing doesn't apply to deflection. Ah. Unless, I don't know if maybe that's... I think maybe the intention was that it should be the same thing as marksman, so maybe we'll just ignore all of it. Technically, Either things way. that do the same thing don't stack. So, I'll, I'll say the scope can get, definitely get rid of the darkness penalty, but it's not going to stack with marksman to get rid of the deflection. Well, no, what I'm saying is the scope has two different functions. It, it can get rid of two points of penalty, shooting penalties, but it just says shooting penalties. So, I'm assuming it's the same types of penalties as his marksman. Yeah, we'll play it for like that for now. So, yeah. So, they, so then it wouldn't stack with the marksman either way, and it doesn't affect this either way. The illumination yeah. thing is different. Like, it just ignores illumination penalties altogether. Gotcha. So, you're still normal shot, just at minus four for deflection. Okay. Uh, ba ba ba. Ward. Um, he doesn't have bonus. Now, I will case. say this if you shoot his bike, the bike does not have the deflection. Ooh. Interesting. But it is a bike, and so it is an MDC vehicle. Uh, he's just going to shoot the guy for now. Actually, so I don't think it's MDC. It's just, you know, it's got a large toughness. Shoot it. With a minus four, that will still hit. Nice. Yep. Still a hit. And I should have rolled damage. Ignore this shot. Roll damage. Uh, so that's 14. AP3. Yep. Gets rid of his armor, and that is enough to wound him. So, Perfect. like, a rock goes flying in front of your scope, but Ward pulls the trigger anyways because he knows his weapon and the capability of it. The yep. bullet shatters the rock, deflects slightly, just as Ward intended, and <laughs> nails this guy, killing him. Perfect. Ha ha ha. Yep. Another one down. No so more much for magic for this asshole. Sight. Okay. Is Ward moving? Um, let's see... Yeah, he's going to have to move. I don't think he's got line of sight on anybody else. So he will move uh, up to here. Maintaining cover. Okay. Dawn next is Dawn. Alright, so Dawn. I prefer if you would just cease your actions peacefully. That rifle seems to speak otherwise. I'm going to ask you to go to sleep, please, sir. And he's going to punch this dude in the face. Uh, pow, pow, pow. Uh, so this be a fighting check. No bonuses. And as I said, because you're right up on him, the lights of his motorcycle will help a little bit if you try to target him. So you're only minus two. Okay. Uh, so that's gonna fail then. Okay. And so as a... F- Do you, can you only take free actions at the beginning of your turn? No, you can take free actions anytime. Okay, good. Uh, on so- your turn. But anytime. Yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. Uh, uh, so yeah, as a free action, um, since he's behind, I keeps missing. <laughs> Seems I will have to use more of my own power. 
and uh, he casts boost trait on himself as his uh, you know eyes briefly glow with uh, nanites swirling through them, and he activates uh, boost trait for fighting. And where is this psionics roll? Uh, he got an 11, so successive raise. His fighting goes up by two die steps, so he can help offset some of those penalties. Perfect. Uh, and that's it for him. Alrighty. Up next, we have Lydia. Captain so you are Crazy. shaken, uh, but you do get a plus two Wait, uh, to unshake as an undead. And you also ignore one point of wound penalty, so you only have a minus one right. for that. And I have more and, than one blood, so I also get to roll my vigor to see if I uh, yeah, regenerate. So you can, I'll let you do regeneration first if you want. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you, Shit, yeah. You heal two wounds. Alright. Alright. Nice. Uh, and because you heal those wounds, I'm going to say you're also no longer shaken, so... Okay. I was going to go to that next. So yeah, as you're still flying through the air, uh, Charlie, are you just essentially ending the power now? No, I'm going to kind of, for narrative purposes, keep her sort of floating around uh, the cyborg to try to yes. make it harder for him to hit her. All right, so I believe you move her on your turn, though, right? Yeah, I do. So Tess, you can't move on your own then because you are technically gripped. Also not offended. I'm one block away. I have every intention of trying to hack and slash this fucker. Yeah. Yeah, you already knitted back up. That mystical blood of yours is pretty nifty, ain't it? Again, there's no facial expressions. But in his brain, he's very surprised. <laughs> uh, so how many actions are you taking? I'm gonna take... Uh, let's go with two. One for each hand. Okay. Alright, so unless you have anything to negate them, that'll be a minus two multi-action penalty to both actions. I don't think I do, sir. We'll take that nine. All right, so your first fighting roll will hit, but not with a raise as he tries to get his sword in the way and kind of deflects you just a little bit. So go ahead and roll damage on that one. And you, you did make your claws MDC, correct? I did. That was where the extra point came from. Huh? And roll it again. And I'm going to... Come on. Nice. Big money, big money, no whammies. I'll take the six. So that's 18, uh, 24. Yes, sir. And I believe the mega damage version of your claws also have AP 10. That is correct. Actually, I guess it's technically 13 because they start with AP 3, but when I put the extra blood point in, it is adds it, no, 10. It says it's increased, no, it says it's increased to 10. Oh. So, so if it comes down. Not increased by Which 10. is still gotcha. enough to bypass all of this guy's armor, which leaves him with just 16 toughness. And you got a 24, so that would be a success with two raises. He's got two wounds incoming. Yeah, he's going to spend a Benny to try to soak those. Cause, he should. Ouch. My you don't bad. get to do to him what, what he did to you. I got trigger happy. Go ahead. Sure he doesn't have anything else to... It's a plus two versus shake. It's only one wound. I'll spend a second Benny. He can get higher than a... Fucking five on a D twelve, surely. Nope. No, he <laughs> cannot. <laughs> Alright, so you, you feel your claws rip in and like unlike anything you've ever sunk your claws into, this resists a little bit. But only a little before you just rip into it some more. 
and sparks as wires as shred, and you feel like something viscous ooze onto your hands. It's not the blood that you desire, but it is definitely oil and lubricants. And he doesn't recoil in pain, but you definitely cause some damage. He is wounded. And since I uh, prematurely rolled, and I rolled a three on the die, I'm going to blow a binny. Okay. To get a nine. Nice. Which will hit. Uh, again, not with a raise, but it does hit. I'm going to take what I can get at this point. going to take what I can get at this point. Thirteen. Uh, so that, Thirteen damage. AP ten. Puts him down to thirteen. Uh, which will shake him. So I believe that does nothing. Because he's already shaken and wounded. Right. So, But he is in a bad way. Let's go ahead and keep him that way. Gosh, you guys sure are tough. Good thing I got my new friends behind me. Alright, Lydia's done. Mag! Hold on to your uh, britches, y'all. Let's go. (laughs) Uh, So Mag is going to drive forward here. Let me make a driving check real quick. Drive a drive. I have a plus one for Musha. Uh, and plus two because I'm jacked in. Yeah, so this this will be made out of plus three. Uh, so that's a total of seven. Are you ramming, I'm assuming? I am ramming. Are there any yes, penalties? Sir. Is that no. going to be a success? Oh, yeah, you are. There's a size difference, so. Minus two? Yeah. So that would still be a success, so we're fine. Uh, in that case, I will not re-roll it. So Mag drives up, uh, and then goes into a power slide, and because of directionality, that means that the driver's side is going to pull around to him. So there's just this brief moment as Mag slides into this guy where he's face-to-face with the uh, motorcyclist who's coming toward him, and uh, he's just like, Ugh. so... And then splam as the fucking side of this ATV hits into him. Actually, I think it's an opposed roll. That's what it is, isn't it? Yes. So I will re-roll real quick to make sure that that goes off. Uh, I'll spin a Benny. Uh, As he... Okay, so now he has a seven... uh, Sorry. Yeah. Seven, ten, minus two, eight. Eight is what he is going against. Wah, wah, okay. wah. And that's a pilot in roll from him. Oh, I guess his size roll doesn't... His size bonus doesn't matter since it's a post roll, right? Uh, I feel like it should, because it should be hard for you to hit smaller objects. Yeah. We'll say it will for now, and I'll look into it at some later date. Uh, driving. You got a two, so... You beat him with a raise. Success with the raise. Um, and uh, there's size difference. And what's his top speed? Equal to yours. It's equal to mine? Uh, okay, yeah. so then that would only be... Because yours 60. is like 120, right? Yes, 120. So it's his. Uh, and so here's the ram damage. Oh, sorry. He does damage to me also. But it probably won't matter. Because uh, he's actually on a vehicle, right? Yes. So he does uh, damage to me, and let me check that real quick. His is a normal size, so it's base D- 2d6. Uh, he didn't get a raise. 
Did you find it? I'm looking at it now. Yeah, so his base is 2d6. What's the toughness on the Mountaineer? Uh, 40. Yeah, yours is higher, so you'll get... Toughness. It's not twice as high, though. This is 22. Okay. So... Well, then my number might be a little off of one. You'll get a D6 for that. So you're, you're looking at 3D6 for large, a D6 for toughness, a D6 for your raise. So you're looking at 5D6. 5. And he is looking at 2D6. Okay, so that changes to 5D8 and 2D4 because of my RAM. Okay. Huh. I'm just going to roll his 2D6, and unless he aces both it's, of them a few times, he's... 2D4. Oh, he is... That's because of my ram. My ram protects me and makes my damage worse against them. Ah, uh, so he got eight, which is not enough to harm you. Well, I did, uh, 21. Well, here's the funny thing about a motorcycle. It's considered an open cockpit vehicle. So pick odd or even, sir. Um, we will go with, uh, this guy looks like he's a little funny looking, you know, there. He's got a weird looking face. So I'm going to call him odd and we'll make that motorcycle even. It has two wheels, so... That makes sense. Yeah, so the, you do hit the bike. This, you hit what you were aiming for, and you do 21 points of damage. Is there any AP on that? Uh, no, I don't think ramming has any AP. If it does, yeah, it so it's not out. quite enough to equal its toughness. You are actually one shy to shake the vehicle, as it were. Jesus. Um, so you are ramming it, and he's just a hell of a driver. He couldn't quite avoid you, but he does kind of manage to avoid the worst of it. You send him swerving a little bit, but he writes himself, and he looks scared because he realizes a few more inches to the left, and you might have taken his head clean off. (laughs) (laughs) That seems like a trend around here. He's like, maybe I should get a car, (laughs) something with a ceiling and doors to protect me. All right, Mags, I'm assuming you're done. I'm not really sure how it works there as far as movement. Like, do I keep moving through him? I did ram through him. You can. If you have movement left, you can. Yeah. I mean, you can assume uh, you hit him and then swerved off and stayed in the same spot, but I'm fine with you moving beyond him. That's fine. It, I mean, it doesn't really matter. I'm just going to turn around and do it again. <laughs> do it again. <laughs> uh, but it is now Karis's turn. Just trying to get that ramming speed. Okay, Karis. Um, all right, she's going to move over here. And if I'm not mistaken, let me double check there. Karis. She have the last grenade from Yes. Uh she's got her uh L twenty plus pulse rifle, so she's gonna switch it over to uh Pulse mode and do some mega damage? Mm, nah, there's no point. Uh, she's just going to shoot at people anyway. So she'll move to there. Actually, she'll have to move to there instead. So that she can shoot the guy that Mag just uh, tried to ram. Uh, so it's just a shooting check here. Uh, with his light on his bike, you're only at minus two. Okay, so that's a nine then. Nice. Hitting a raise. Hitting a raise. Uh, so he's looking over his shoulder at that close call with the mountain here, and then all of a sudden, pop, let's see Flash. if the damage <laughs> fell, backs it up. Damage is, uh, 22 versus his toughness. With AP2, that'll bring him down to an 8. So yes, Karis gets a kill. 
And I like yeah. how you narrate it. Like, he's too busy looking Welcome. behind him. I just narrowly avoided death. Maybe I should rethink my life. I'm gonna get out of here. And then he turns <laughs> his head to leave, and he's holed through the chest with a laser beam. Never getting a chance to right his wrongs. Yeah, yeah. Good work, Karis. Shouldn't have done Clark. it to begin with. Right? Karis just stole your group's kill. Yeah. <laughs> Clark is going to, uh... <laughs> continue his co-piloting duties here as he attempts to support uh, Mag's driving check. Uh, and we'll just go with straight driving. He got a four, so that's a plus one to Mag's next driving check. Does he just copy what you should did? Basically. <laughs> Smart man. <laughs> All right. To our, our motorcycle idiots. There's only one left alive over here. Don't worry. I'm going to start shooting people on the other side this time. All right. If he moves away... I will let Don get a free hit on him. First, he's gonna. This guy is gonna shoot at Charlie here. Why? I'm gonna <laughs> blow that dude's face off. <laughs> I'm just a dog. I didn't do anything. Flashback eight hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> the streets of Laredo, examining the bodies of his dead friends. His day's bad. He got blamed for this by his boss. He's yelled at. He's emasculated. But hey, he's gonna go get lunch before we track these assholes down and get revenge. And a dog steals his taco. <laughs> it's not a corgi, but you look close enough for his taste. Fuck, man. Mm -mm. Maybe he just wants something cute to die. He's a sick <laughs> bastard. I guess I lied about shooting at the other side now. <laughs> he's got you in his headlights, so that will hit. Some damage. I'll use the no, damage from this laser pistol. Oh man. Uh my uh oh my God. is currently seventeen MDC. There's cuff yeah, so he he hits you and you even you forget for a second that you're telekinetically enhanced. A whole horrid beam of light washes over you, filling your vision, Charlie. And then you realize it stopped about a fraction of an inch in front of your head, and you're fucking fine. Because <laughs> this is not an MDC weapon, and he looks disappointed. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, I kind of sit back for a second. He's cool where he's at. Uh, this guy. Lydia, you see a motorcycle zooming by you. And if you'd like, you can attempt to make a free melee attack as it moves through your threatened area. Oh, of course I do! Uh, it is minus four due to his deflection spell, though. Okay! No, what? Four. Uh, but you have to hit his parry, which is five. Probably like an so. eight? Oh, okay. Fair nah, it's a five. So one, two, it was three still worth and it. a half, five, six, seven, eight, nine... Ten and a half. Eleven and a half. We'll call it there. He sees Caleb in the firelight and will pop a shot off. He has come to the wrong side of the board. Has he? That's yes. gonna miss. Caleb just kind of like, oh, shut! And he just jumps to the side as a laser bolt goes where he was standing. He's on the side of the board where all these people go next. One and a half... Two and a half, three, five, 
Six and a half. Seven. Ooh, hey, there's a guy hiding behind this rock. This is what this guy thinks as he's driving. Looks to his left, looks to his right. Oh, snipe my buddies, huh? <laughs> kind of takes a little turn on the wheel, gets his laser lined up, and shoots at Ward. No, that's a one. <laughs> so poorly. Continue on. One, two, three, four and a half, six, seven, eight and a half, ten, eleven. Oh, hey, this guy crouched here. <laughs> Good God. <laughs> Not realizing his buddy just tried that same thing. Also a miss. <laughs> That's and he's gonna try to go a little further too, and gets to about there. Alright. In Spanish. Cinco, you need help with this? Whatever the hell that thing is? Just a bit loud echo. No. This one is mine. Mm -hmm. Alright. One and a half, two, three, four... Five, Lydia, you can get a strike <laughs> at minus four. Okay. <laughs> no, absolutely not. <laughs> I probably just swung at myself. Five, seven, eleven. Hey, a girl. <laughs> He's gonna try and pop a <laughs> shot off at Karis. If only he was a wild card, he no, thought dude. to himself. <laughs> no, dude. <laughs> and nice that is chump. all of our bikers. Caleb. Oh, you're not a bloody well fucking shoot at me, are you? <laughs> Points his peacemaker at this guy into the darkness. Masuki, you see his hand just kind of aim for a second, then slightly shift to the left and go up as he fires with his ammo and giving him a plus two. Negate some of that darkness penalty. Actually, because he can see the headlights, he's only at a minus two, so he's actually at a wash. Just a normal roll. Uh, the six aced. That's a seven. Not quite a hit with a raise. But unfortunately, he didn't have enough to do extra damage with this, so it's just the 2d6 plus one. Bing. Hits him right in the chest. The guy's armor stops it. The armor's rude. Ah, oh, fucking hell. I forgot I gotta aim for the face on these bastards. And he's gonna cowardly move right back to you. As <laughs> it should. Yeah. <laughs> you, you are, like, towering over him by a foot and a half, so. <laughs> you just see the, the power armor helmet look down and then go back to what I was doing. <laughs> Charlie, like, you've been lasered by a motorcycle and you're perfectly fine. <laughs> I just kind of sniff in contempt. Uh, let's see. Oops. Uh oh. Two. Six. Can I see our scarecrow man over this rock here? Y yes, but he will have cover if you use any kind of ranged attack at him. Okay, in that case, I'm just gonna shoot the cyborg. Um, I'm going to spend. Well, first of 12... all, it's the start of your turn, right? So move Lydia. Oh, right. Um. I'm actually going to uh just bear in mind case. if you move her out of his threatened area, he will yes. get a free attack. Uh I won't. I'm actually going to kinda of set her down and end the power just in case any turn shenanigans come up. I don't want her to waste an attack round. Okay. 
Um, I'm going to... Is there a limit on Benny Spends per turn? No. Okay. Uh, I will spend two Bennies to recover ten power points. Okay. Uh, and then I will spend 13 of those power points to <laughs> cast Bolt. I will um, let you know because he's engaged with your ally. If you crit fail, you will hit Lydia. It's fine. FYI. That's fine. Yeah. Um, so let's see. I'm going to spend for Greater, which makes it MDC, Onslaught, Greater Fire Lingering two. Damage, uh, Glow and glow plus shroud which if it hits will subtract two from its stealth and negate one point of illumination penalties for those attacking okay. character oh also uh ap3 yeah don't crit fail all of a sudden i might regret those words i'm just <laughs> uh, that's fine 14's good oh yeah 14 of the race <laughs> uh well it's not quite a 14 because Oh no, you can see in the dark, never mind. Yep, yep. So yeah, it is a 14. So that's a okay. success with a raise. Let's see if our... Yeah, it is 5d6 damage. That's oh, a that's shit damage roll. That's the worst. If you have can any you... bennies, yeah, you can reroll <laughs> yeah, Benny. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing that. Average, average, low average, below average. Not a single Not ace me. amongst them. Okay. Uh, reroll that. You can reroll the 1-6. Gotcha. So, 14, not much better. If you have more pennies, you can keep throwing them. But I think you've already spent... That was your third one, so you should have one more, right? Yeah. I want to keep that just in case something terrible right. happens. So you got 14 damage with AP 3. Yes. So let me just let you know that that's not going to do a damn thing. Okay. Uh, he is, there is glowing, though. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which is uh, weird. <laughs> As he's just glowing with psionic energy. Yeah. Um, uh, he does have... I did use lingering damage, so there will be a 5... Uh, five a 5d4 five damage roll four. at the start of your next turn. Yes. Okay. And this is the third round of your protection, so bear in mind you'll have to pay for that soon. Or yep. drop it. Alright, Charlie, doing anything else? If you have any movement left... <laughs> That's it. I that's my okay. movement. That's everything. That's my turn. So sad. That yeah, was kind of a anticlimactic damage roll, buddy. But it happens to all of us. <laughs> it does. All right, guess gotta shoot this guy in the face. I'm shooting the guy who's close. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, you are minus four for his deflection magic. But other than that, I believe your glitter girl can see in the dark, so you're good. You're gonna drop the pylons and just deafen Caleb and just hit this guy with a boom gun. <laughs> Don't it would be overkill. <laughs> It'll make it harder for him to flirt. Uh, What'd you say? <laughs> <laughs> uh, gonna have to blow a penny on that one. Yeah. Dirty three. And it just got well, worse. Well, no, remember your, uh... Doesn't your glitter girl have a plus two targeting system? It does, but that makes it so a that five. Would... Yep, so that would hit. Oh, oh no, with the minus four, it's never minus mind. Four, yeah, that, yeah. yeah that, that's right. So, sorry, I forgot about that, yeah. <sighs> oh, that Benny's even worse, so unless you want to throw another one at it. Yeah. Uh, so that's a ten minus four is a six, six. which I'll will hit. Alright. 
Let's see some damage. Ah, uh, that is so freaking light. Uh, well, it is AP3. It will have an effect, because his toughness is only 10, three of which is armor, puts him down to a 7. Not quite enough to wound, but you do scare the livid piss out of him and <laughs> shake him. <laughs> this is a warning shot. No, it's actually not a warning shot. Are you moving at all? Um, yeah. Let's go ahead and position yourself where you'd like. And finally, our resident pigman. Last on the initiative totem pole. He's just confused as fuck. All these lights flash around, but then finally this guy comes down here on his motorcycle and shoots at Karis. So Higgs is going to roar out, No shoot Karis! She's only one nice to me. Oh. He runs up and smashes uh, this guy. Does he also say it in Spanish so this guy understands him? <laughs> so that makes it really funny because nobody else understood him. At least not uh-huh. in our group. That's true. Yeah, so well, just I said only minus two for the darkness because of the lights on the bike. You're up. Alright, so this will be a fighting check. Uh, nope. It's a big old miss. Life the guy just kind of like kicks his- Kicks his leg out, like knocks Hig to side a little bit. Oh, in Spanish, is it a pig? Ah, yeah, he seems like he's gonna turn the bike and just run the fuck away. <laughs> All right, because jokers were dealt, we are gonna shuffle the deck here. Shuffle the old decky, baby. Uh, shuffle. We are shuffled. Time to deal. I would like another Joker, please. Uh, One was drawn, I see. I don't know who got it, though. I have to scroll down. Two of them. (laughs) Dawn and Mag. Look at that, motherfuckers. (laughs) What? what? Uh, So real quick, let's resolve our initiative ones. Masuki, you got higher than a five. Where's Johnny Scarecrow? He's going to want another one. Six is technically better, so he will take it. Let me reorder... All right. So the tide of battle is swinging decidedly into the big gun's favor as we come around to the Mountaineer and Mags. This is your time to shine. So everybody on your side gets a Benny. <laughs> Yay. Red Joker. And uh, you get a plus two to everything you do this turn. And of course, you can always just go on hold and instantly interrupt if you choose. That's the other benefit of the Joker. Or you can go now. Your call. Okay. Most of the bikers are dead or out of commission around you. You do know there's one to near you, and there's the altercation going up to the north. Yeah, but that's uh, all. And you, and you saw lights heading further towards the campfires. So you know there's a whole other side there. Let's check this here. Just barely. Okay. <clears throat> I am going to uh, rip well, the-, the engine. Those rocks there are going to be difficult terrain, so they'll count as one and a half squares each. Uh, the rocks? If you go the way you were drawing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, but that's uh, still less than 24. Yeah. Which, if I, I succeed just, in a driving close. check, then I can move 24. Otherwise, I, I believe because of 12. your edge, you don't take a multi-action penalty for that, or you just... Uh, no, I do take a multi-action penalty. Uh... But um, I ignore two points of penalties, so... On the drive on, check, on, on, not any be a... driving, on any driving, boating, or piloting roll. Yeah, but you're, if you take another action, though, that will be 
at the minus two. Yeah. 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 So are you taking another action or are you focusing solely on driving? I am going to drive, 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 but I mean, uh, it's still, I think it counts as three actions total. Uh, one to drive to exceed speed and two for the two rams. So it'll be a minus four to each, but uh, so minus two to each. Right? Okay. Yep. Uh, so yeah, first drive check. I will, uh, this is for speed. Uh, driving, driving. I have a plus one to my next driving check thanks to um, Clark's last uh, aid. Uh, with the minus two, with the plus two, that's a four. Actually, don't you have a plus two? Because Yusha assisted you as well, didn't she? Uh, or no, she failed she even didn't. with her joker. Yeah, 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 right. yeah. She didn't make it on the last time. Uh, but see, I've got plus two for being jacked in, plus one for Clark, minus two for multi-action penalty. So that's a that's still a success. So you can move your 24 inches. So I can move 24 inches. Uh, so the path... Well, you saw the path, so you know where I'm moving. Let me select yep. here. So the first boom stop there as I'm skidding into a hairpin turn right there and ramming this guy. So that'll be opposed okay. driving checks. So yeah, so, you're minus two for your multi-action penalty and minus two for the... I'll say no penalty for the... Yeah, minus two for the size. That's right. Cut in size. So it's a minus four total then for this one. Um, and you are initiating the, the opposed roll, so you get to roll yep. first and settle on what you want. Uh, I will re-roll that with a Benny. Of which you have plenty. <laughs> plenty. So, so the nine before penalties. Oh, uh, let's see. Uh, so there should nine. be a five, if I'm uh, not mistaken. Well, hold on. Nine. It's actually 11 before penalties. Because I'm at a plus two for the Joker, plus two for my oh, that's right, yes. Yeah. So, 11 before penalties, so at the minus, minus four, four is a seven. So, sticking it at a seven? Yeah. All right. Let's give this guy a drive and roll. Oh, sorry. Add two more to that, because we'll on. So, nine. That's right, yeah. I re-rolled that one with a Benny. If only he was a wild card. <laughs> he is not a wild card, though, so that is a... Two. Yeah, so that's a success and a raise. So I think it's the same as last time. Same You're looking at 5d6. He's looking at 2d6. Go ahead. 5d8 versus 2d4. Yeah. Yep, because of the ram. And uh, so... Um, uh, he got a 3, so that's no damage. You want to go ahead and odd and even him again? Just the same thing. Uh, odd will be the, the driver. Damage will be the... Or even will be the vehicle. Uh, and let's see... Damage. And do you want me to roll it for you? Yeah. The odd or even? Yeah. I don't remember rolling it before. Odd. You did. Okay. Uh, so driver, I believe you said so. Driver takes uh, 23 points of uh, damage. And there's no armor piercing, NBC. so his armor will help. Oh, it's NBC? That's yeah. so good. That doesn't necessarily negate more armor, but it would give him a critical injury, but he's going to be dead anyways. Won't if he's matter. hit. Uh, so he's got 13, so it's two wounds. Yes, you flatten this mook. Smack. That's his uh, bike just kind of rolls over and he goes flying into uh, probably the... Uh, I assume that Masuki has her sword out, even though she hasn't been using it. So he just flies right over and, you know, gets sliced in half on her sword. She's like, what the fuck? <laughs> I didn't do that. <laughs> Thankfully then- his spine was already broken from the impact, so he didn't feel it. Uh, final 
ram here. Uh, still the minus four plus uh, four, so those cancel out. Uh, so just basically a straight roll. Okay. And driving. Uh, wild die makes it an eight. Stick so with that. I will stick with it and save that Benny. Alright. Come on, guys. You've been doing good on your would-be wild die rolls. Let's see you actually <laughs> in the right. Nope. That one step, that first place is always going to be a two. Uh, so once again, success and a raise. Uh, I'll, just, I'll roll his 2D. Is his uh, vehicle. Oh my god, there's a chance he might do some... No. <laughs> 12 damage, it's huge. <laughs> and damage from my ram. Uh, <laughs> okay, uh, <36. laughs> yeah. then. I'm pretty sure the bike doesn't have that kind of toughness. No, it's got a 22, so that's enough to beat it by several bits. This bike is totaled. Crushed. I kind of feel bad about the waste, but... These guys are shooting at my guys. And I don't like. Go ahead and roll another 2d6 for me. Just to, We'll see his... Actually, do 3d6. We'll do his falling off his bike damage. Uh, so two, two more. more six. <laughs> uh, one more. Yeah, he's dead. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to see if he survived. After several no. aces, it's a total of 21 damage. So he, he, he survives and goes flying off the bike and he's like... Oh, like, I'm alive! And then his head splatters against that rock he did not see in the darkness. <laughs> and that is Mag Flint with a Joker. Good job, sir. <laughs> Don! Don's like, well, it looks like they have all of this well in hand. It's just you and me, fella. If you want to survive, I suggest you leave, but uh, first he's, I'm he's going nodding, to take off his bike. He's nodding very shakily. Can, can I keep my bike, sir? <laughs> so he's going I, to I, I test. I need to run. I'm going to test this guy, uh, I guess, with. No, I don't know. Uh, he does look he, like he wants to run away. When you say what you say, yeah, he literally, when you said you should probably leave, he's nodding. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, All sir, right. please. You do that. So Dawn's just going to run away from him then. <laughs> so he's, right. he's just nodding. He's going to run down here. Let me roll my run die real quick as he's charging the guy that Misuki's fighting. There's nobody else, right? Nope. Oh, wait, now. Uh, there's that guy. Yeah, but he's and already then... got an opponent. And I ha I don't think I've seen the Scarecrow. Nope. The Scarecrow's not on a bike, right? He's not nope. lit up? Yeah. He so... got off his bike. Him and the cyborg got off their bikes in the beginning. Mm. Mm. I don't have to run. Uh, so, Dawn's gonna come up and fight this guy. You will get a plus one gang up bonus. Oh, no, you won't. Yeah, you will. You get yeah. a plus one gang up bonus. And uh, plus two for all the other stuff. Jesus, Dawn is rolling so poorly. But all the other stuff, uh, plus three, so it's an eight. That clears to his parry, but not with a raise. Uh, okay, so he is shaken. Nope, he's already shaken, so he's wounded, right? Yes, which would mean he is dead. Uh, well, he's Dawn's not going to fight lethally. He wouldn't. These guys are not worthy of lethal fighting. He's just punching them with. Nah, well, he's he's unconscious. Yeah, yeah you he's incapacitated. Yeah, <laughs> I, I get that. There's functionally no difference in combat, but Dawn yeah. does not fight lethally against people that are not worthy of it. He hasn't even pulled out his cyber armor. He's still furry. Yeah. 
All he did was increase his fighting ability to offset the darkness. Actually, actually, you never rolled damage on that. Oh yeah, never rolled damage. Sorry, that was just to see. If that was hit. your hit. Yeah. <laughs> Funny. Let's roll some damage. Dawn sword that cuts through the night. Uh. Yeah. He's nine. Well, actually, uh, that might not actually be enough. He's shaking, but he, you don't have any AP, right? No AP. Nope. You hit him, you hear his, you feel like the armor at his chest kind of flex inward, and he woofs, but uh, it's not enough to actually cause a wound. Ah, uh, yeah, they have a toughness of 10. Bleh. So you were, you were close. Yeah, if I was running, then I would have taken him out. Yeah, and unfortunately, damage is not a trait roll, so the Joker bonus doesn't add to it. No biggles. Um, All right. I believe we are cyborg territory now. Is this when my damage happens? That's probably not going to do Yeah, anything. go ahead and roll your... What was it? Uh, oh. those, those fours, Ace, so roll two more fours. Wow. Roll another One four. You're at 20. You are 22 AP3. Yep. This might hurt him. Wow. <laughs> nice. Why is that open so tiny? Uh, so we said 22 is what we said? Yeah, AP3. 22 AP3. He's got a toughness of 26, 10 of which is armor. So you can drop three points. Puts him at 23, just shy of doing a shaken and causing Dang. a wound. Dang. So the psionic energy kind of like racks at him again. He jerks for a second, swivels his head in your direction trying to find what caused this. But otherwise, other than being glowy, he is fine. Damn it. <laughs> but he is shaken, so that's not great. Because, you know, he did get clawed and he is injured. Yeah. So let's see if he can unshake. He does have some cyberware that is relevant to this task. So yeah, he has the adrenal simulator, so he gets a plus two to his spirit roll to unshake. With his wound, that'll still be a five, so he is back in action. Let's remove Shooken. And this weird lady who healed from his horrible swigs is freaking him out, so it's time to murderize. Uh, he's gonna attack twice. So he's gonna take two actions. And he's got the improved frenzy, so both of those will get an extra fighting die. So the wild die on the first roll will count for the first action. And so he's minus two to these. First fighting die is a four. What is your parry for Lydia? Definitely better than a four. Hold on to that character sheet. Second fighting die on that roll would be a two. So he takes a couple quick swings. You easily dodge to leap over the blade. Again, it's hard to read emotions on a robot, but he is angry in his brain, and he's once again trying to swing and kill. So his second action, that's three, and a four on the wild die, and a one, and a nine, Uh, but the nine is not the wild die, so I'm going to spend his last personal Benny to re-roll all three of those dice, essentially, for that fighting attack. So, wow, I have a one on the regular die. 
And a, the wild die is a two with the penalty. And that's a two. Yeah, wow. John Cinco is sucking. Tell you what, I'm going to spend a GM Betty to reroll. I have <laughs> yeah. plenty of GM Bettys. Let's use those. That would be an eight on the wild die. What was your parry? Seven. So that one will hit. Let's roll the second fighting die. Luckily, well, no, that, he only gets the one wild die, so that's a three. But the eight will hit, so we'll roll some damage on his sword without a raise. So. Ah! 28? 28's pretty decent. I rolled an 11 and a 10. Yeah, I'm not going to get much better than that. Mm -mm. So yeah, 28 AP 12, so your armor's completely negated, so your toughness is... Uh, 10. So that would be 18 divided by 4. Once again, the maximum of 4 wounds coming at you as this vibrating surfboard of death tries to cleave you in twain. You can spend a Benny. That would soak 1. Um, so that would put you 3 wounds. Uh-huh. I roll my eyes. Yeah. <laughs> as one of them rolls out of your head, which is nearly cut in half. Someone remind me to get that later. <laughs> Once again, you are a bloody, gory mess, but less blood than a living person would have. And he says something in Spanish. It's a swear word that I don't know how to say it. It's not nice, especially Come with a lady on. present. I'm trying to keep the blood inside my body. Jeez. It's, it's hard to say that with a severed jaw, but yeah, you, you get your point across. <laughs> All right, John Cinco, my friend. You, you done. You, you, heard, you tried and failed. Uh, hey, he came Taylor hard. To do? Okay, he came hard. Caleb is gonna walk to the edge of the firelight. He sees Dawn and Masuki on that guy. They probably got that. Uh, what about this chump, though? How far away is he? That's in short range of a peacemaker. Uh, so with the spotlight giving him a little bit of an edge, he'll just be at a flat roll with ammo whammy. Let me see if I actually rolled here. Uh, that 10 will definitely hit with a raise, so there's no point in rolling it again, other than it's a hell of a shot. So we're looking at 3d6 plus 1. Uh, let me roll another d6. Uh, so yeah, that's 20. That will kill a man. <laughs> so he just kind of casually looks at- he glances in that direction, then looks back at the fight over there, he just points his arm out, moves his hand by instinct, and- Caps this dude. Pow! Dead. Ward, you are up, sir. Um, uh, Ward's gonna sight this last guy, who's the shaking guy in front of uh, Suki, clear the way for her so she can go engage the big ones. Oh, that's funny, because I was literally just gonna shoot the scarecrow in the face. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, Ward uh, takes aim and uh, takes a shot at this guy. I feel like there were some penalties on his shot before, and I can't... Oh, deflection. Does he have deflection? Yes, he's got the little force field bubble by him. That's the guy. He's got deflection. So, minus four to the shot, uh, but it is also at a plus one because he didn't move. Uh, so, minus three to whatever this roll is. And it is a nine because Ward's a fucking badass. So that'd be a six. That's a hit. So nine, yeah, nine and minus three is six. A hit and so damage, which I should have done this again. Yeah, ignore the first one. Roll damage. 
29 damage. Jesus. Yeah. War just fucks people up with his one-man army laser rifle. Baller level. So the guy that, you know, Don was trying to save, you punch him. <laughs> Don's a little relieved that you didn't accidentally kill him. It's hard for Don to gauge how hard to hit a human-ish shaped person. <laughs> but the guy's alive. You didn't kill him. You didn't knock him out. But you, you probably scared him like the last guy. And then you're covered in blood as Ward pops this guy's skull like a horribly overripe melon. Uh, well, he got what was coming to him. That's what you get when you choose the side of evil. <laughs> Higgs is there. Superhero team. <laughs> yeah. Hig. Hig. Uh, so, <laughs> Hig ran over there to defend Karis, uh, and then Mag came through with the Monster Mountaineer and smashed this guy down. Hig's hair still f- fluttering what little bit he has. Uh, so he is just going to take a step back, and, uh, so he can protect Karis if anything comes her way. Sounds Cause good. Because he doesn't see any other viable targets. Actually, he'll run over here to this side of her and just, like, yell at that uh, one guy who hasn't had a chance to drive away yet. Like, Which is now his turn, and that is what he does. He calls ass. He is clearly fleeing. <laughs> he was scared of Hick. Hick's good. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just see if he can get 24. No, but he's driving cautiously, safely in the night. Because he doesn't want to die. <laughs> and, and he is fleeing the combat and is no longer a member of Los Locos. Maybe the Rust Knives will take him in. Or maybe it's time to try to earn an honest wage. Who knows? Who knows? Alright. Biker dudes are done. Masuki is up. Yeah. Alright, let's take a couple quick steps forward and shoot somebody in the face like a scarecrow. Oh, really? Ooh. It's okay. <laughs> Masuki hasn't burned anybody. Uh, <laughs> no, but that is actually a critical failure. Oh, it is a critical failure. Yeah. On a shooting roll. Damn. Uh, so what I'm just going to do is technical difficulty. Roll 2d6 for me. How about six? Six. That would be a severe failure. Oh, so the, your anti-personnel laser now has a minus four when using it. <laughs> until it's repaired. Okay. And repairing it is going to cost some money and take some time. Blame it on the ghost. <laughs> it's the time part. That's alright, there's a whole bunch of lasers laying on the ground around us, so Mag will salvage some parts and fix it for you. Um, yeah, you go to fire it and just... Warning, warning, all sorts of criticals. And like, at first you think it's just the same old glitch, and you give it that second that it'll take to recover, but it doesn't recover, and you keep mashing the trigger, and nothing fires. Alright, if you have movement left, you can finish out your movement. Otherwise, we'll move on to our next person. Which is gonna be Karis. Now I have to go attack things with Vibroid. Karis is gonna move out here, and she is going to pull out a medium blast template. Hope you don't miss, because remember, there is deviation. (laughs) Uh, no, no, she's not shooting a, a grenade. She's suppressive firing. Ah, oh, okay. So she is going to suppressive fire to try to catch, uh, you know, make that uh, 
cyborg dodge a little bit around to make it more vulnerable to uh, this weird superhero chick that just came out of the darkness tonight. Okay. So uh, because it's suppressive fire, though the minus four for darkness will apply. Yeah, yeah, she probably won't succeed, but she's doing something. Anything she's an can happen. If she was an extra, if she wasn't an extra, she could have. Right. Yep. All right. So yep, no dice. I'm just gonna move that to the side because I'll probably have I, some I, more. I've now decided that there should be a one shot where you guys play the 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 Derringers here as wild cards for a day. <laughs> But yeah, you, she pumps off her laser fire. The cyborg just doesn't even care. Like, it's... He knows unless you actually cycle that bad boy and do a pulse blast, it's not even going to hurt him. So we'll say she hits him a few times and just does nothing. Just does nothing. Lydia's up. Uh, you are currently wounded pretty severely, but you have blood in your system still, right? Yep. I have Which means you can make a vigor roll. Yep. Yay! I'll take that. Now you have a minus three to your because oh, right. of wounds, though. Seven. But you ignore one point of wound penalty, so it's Six, actually an eight, eight. Sorry, which is a success in a race. You'll heal two of those wounds, and you'll only have one wound, which won't actually give you a penalty because of your ability to ignore one point of wound penalty. So you're healing, but like things are knitting together a little slower than last time. It's okay. What you doing? I'm gonna continue to uh, hack and slash this guy in front of me. How many actions? I'm gonna take... I mean, he looks pretty rough. Let's try for one. See if we can't just do that. Huh. Give me that fighting roll. Ooh. It's not getting better. Why are you making four fighting rolls? <sighs> because I still have six bennies to blow. Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't know if there was like a glitch. I, like, I didn't know just... if there was a glitch or if you were actually rolling that many. Uh, uh-uh. I was like, I'll just roll till I hit. <laughs> well, uh, so that one at a nine might. Uh, let me double check. I think his parry was a seven. So that that nine will hit. Okay, I was about to say. I still got a couple more bitties. I'm not scared to throw them away. <laughs> might want to save him for damage. So, which I mean, let's get a damage roll. All right. So, so strength plus a d8. Yeah. Uh, so that is what, 12 AP 10, which the AP 10 will negate all of his armor, puts him at 16 toughness, so that won't do it. So if you want to re-roll it... Yeah, we do. You gotta get 16 to shake. My god. Uh, don't forget the D8. I wasn't... So yeah, it's 8. <laughs> if you have another Benny, you can all spend right. it. <laughs> last time, guys. Nice. Maybe it's because that shoulder hasn't quite popped back into place yet, but you just scratch paint. Don't really do much. Not like last time. <laughs> kind of like <laughs> its head like... swivels down. It looks. It looks back at you. Like the the one single photoreceptor in the center of its head like narrows. <laughs> but instead of like clawing this time, I'm like ineffectually pawing <laughs> in front of him. Alrighty. If Lydia is done, it is our... Oh, yeah. In Spanish, kind of muffled through the gas mask and scarecrow face. Lydia, you can know what it says. You are a poor leader, Cinco. But still, I owe you for taking me in. And he kind of points at Lydia, puts his hand in the sky, and slams his hand down. So he's going to take two actions. 
So he's going to cast two spells. The first is going to be another bolt. Let's see here. He's got plenty of power points, so let's make it a big one. That is the wrong dude. <laughs> so we are going to... Do greater bolt for four plus four with onslaught, so that's plus six. That's seven power points for that. That plus us a fifteen. So spell cast and roll. At a minus two for multi-action penalty. And it gets two dice for this because he's rate of fire two. So that's a five and a three. Uh, I will spend one GM Benny for a reroll to see if we can do better. Bum, bum, bum. Well, he's a wild card too, doesn't he? Have that's so weird. He's already, he's already spent all of his. This is the exact the, same roll. I had to look twice. A three, a three. So uh, I'm gonna stick with just the one. So he, once again, two bolts of lightning come down and a quick stick. Like staccato, just boom. You dodge the first one, but the second one, you are not faster than lightning, and it hits you. Uh, it's not with a raise, however, so it will only do its base 4d6 damage. Yep, 46 MDC damage. Not that it matters to you, because you ignore gritty damage. Ah, uh, that's 11. I'm going to spend one of my last two GM bennies to reroll that. See if we can harm Lydia a little bit more here. I will re-roll one of those sixes. 18, 18 versus your toughness. Which is a 10, I'm pretty sure it So is. We'll, we'll just assume you have 5 for armor. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, so it's not enough to damage you, but you are shaken. As the lightning courses through your system and kind of shocks you for a second. That is and then the Scarecrow hard. Man turns his back... And then you see, like, a ten-foot circle of space kind of, like, warp in on itself and focus down to a single, like, quarter-sized point as he tries to cast his second spell. To get the fuck out of here. Those are my favorite spells. Exit stage left, And this is what I saved his last Betty for, so he can <laughs> potentially retreat. Because that's only a two with the multi-action penalty. That's a six. Yeah, dude. Like, he walks into that collapsing thing of space, and he vanishes from view. In reality, he's 25 squares to the north. <gasps> I can do that, too! <laughs> As he teleports. He is essentially off the map and out of combat. Right, right. Charles! Hmm. Lydia got struck by lightning again, and it, again, it looks like it bothers her a little bit. Her arm is still hanging by a few threads. But she looks like she's getting better. Okay. Um, I think this is kind of a foregone conclusion. So uh, I'm just going to cast Puppet on uh, Mr. Five. Alrighty. I'll nice. keep it 10. Alright. And he will. And it's opposed, or is it going to a resist roll? Uh, target Spirit. But does it say opposed? Yes. So you actually get a plus two because of your edge, so you have right. a 12. Nice. 
All right, let's let's see what Johnny Cinco's spirit roll is. Yeah, no, uh, three oh isn't going to do it. Success of the uh, raise for you, sir, so you can give him bad orders. What do you I'm tell going him to, to do? make him do a villain monologue. Yes! <laughs> Noted. <laughs> he starts... <laughs> straight from, like, a telenovela, he just starts going full-on mustache-twirling villain. Like, he puts the sword down, stabs it in the ground, paces back and forth, crosses his arms a few times, points dramatically at Lydia, then back at the dog. And it's <laughs> so much even Lydia can only make out a few words here and there, because she only took high school Spanish. <laughs> and that's what he will spend his next turn doing. As well. <laughs> Which, we're not gonna have a next turn, but, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> in fact, let's just go ahead and roll this out. So, it's up to you guys. You can defeat him, spare him, give him a chance to run. Uh, but he is going to try to stay and fight and kill at least one of you. Okay. And that's not going to happen for him. So you have him vastly outgunned at this point. If you give him the opportunity to flee, he probably will. But it's your call if you destroy him or not. I mean, Masuki's going to swing at him until Max says, don't. <laughs> that's just the bottom line. I think this person has more of an ear to the ground than we do, so if he potentially knows about someone who could banish, um, well, if he knows where that, uh, walker just left to, maybe we could get that person to help with the gremlin issue. That's actually a good question. I don't know that he has banished, though, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> One of the few spells he doesn't have on his 13 spell list. <laughs> yeah. But that's my vote. I think we should make him useful. Yeah, he does know people. It's up to you guys. I think that... If you let him surrender, he will... Obviously, there can be conditions to it where... Yeah. He will provide aid. Whether or not it will, he will attempt to double-cross you some point in the future, though... Yeah, who knows? He is a villain. But it's up to sure. you guys. Justin, you haven't cast a vote yet, so it's one for kill, one for... Utilize. Justin, you will be the deciding player vote. Ah, damn it. We did promise Danny that we'd try to find a solution for his gremlins. Uh, by the way, Danny is back at the far end of this fire, <laughs> just sitting there <laughs> the whole time, amazed at what's happening. <laughs> you can't hear it, but it's a pretty light show. Uh-huh. Here's another idea, boss. Gremlins right. like machines. Maybe we could use him as a uh, a home. Could offer them a new home. That's a possibility, too, but either way, we'll keep him alive, see if he can help us. Listen, Mr. Five, you don't fuck with Sesame Street, Kulo, so you're going to do everything we say, or I'm going to kill you with my brain. And he doesn't speak English, so doesn't understand a word. Okay. Good job. Kulo is a Spanish curse word that's really awful, so... How does Charlie know that? Uh, probably from people losing to, um... Caleb, I'll buy it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that works. That is adequate. <laughs> Masuki just stands down. Alright, so yes, you have him. He, he takes a knee, drops his sword, well, actually leaves it where he was so, you know, monologuing, drops his railgun, and just falls to his knees. Ugh, I couldn't kill him anywhere under those circumstances. Anyway, Lydia goes uh, over here and grabs this guy and slides over by the rocks and begins to drain him dry. <laughs> Is she trying to be stealthy about it? Absolutely not. <laughs> uh, because these are already dead people, 
There's not going to be a lot of blood. Also, you get like a point. Oh, that's cool. There's a whole bunch of them. Yeah. <laughs> Disgusting. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> she just merrily skips from body to body. Thank God you're out there in the night and Caleb can't see you through the darkness. Otherwise, he'd be recasting Ammo Whammy and putting a bullet in your head. Because <laughs> he knows how to deal with a vampire. Alright, so you have a, your fallen enemy taking a knee before you. Anybody who can speak Spanish can attempt to negotiate with him. Alright, let's go back, uh, sit by the fire, have a good old conversation. That Cinco follows you down to the fire. Consistently, like, looking around, like, with his head that swivels 360 degrees to just keep uh, an eye, waiting for that death blow to come. <laughs> a little shocked nobody's tried to take it yet. We do as we're told. Well, what do you want from me? You have ruined me. My gang is no more. Well, in all fairness, you came looking for us. And, uh... It's just how the game works. True. I cannot complain. You fought well. But for sparing my life, surely there was a reason. I, what is it that you wish? We have a need of someone who is capable of banishing evil spirits. Obviously, that is not your wheelhouse, but you're familiar with the area. If you can provide us with someone that can help solve this problem, then we could, uh... We can spare your life. I relied on Telos for the magical needs, and that is not a skill that he possessed. However, I do know of a shaman. Their tribe passes through this territory often. I could send word. Perhaps... He will treat with you. But I can make no guarantee. Well, you've heard my terms. Your aid equals your life. So, I suggest you try very hard to be persuasive. Actually, uh, combat cyborgs such as myself often faces penalties to persuasion. (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't tell you the game mechanics. (laughs) Just nods his little photoreceptor eye. May I have my weapons? I will need them to survive on my own. Well, you can have them when we let you go. But first, let's find these people. They are a nomadic tribe of Indians. They come through this place usually a few times a month. I cannot track them for you. That is not one of my skills. As I said, I can leave word with people they treat with in town to let me know when they are here and that I require their assistance. Good. We'll come with you. It is the middle of the night. Yes, so I suggest you get some rest because we'll be leaving in the dawn. I do not require much sleep, but agreed. And he just kind of walks to like the farthest edge away from you all that he can. Oh, sits sweet. down and just kind of like closes his little photoreceptor. Mm-hmm. It's hard to tell if he's sleeping or not, but he's just a goddamn cyborg, so. 
Doesn't matter. All the extras have their rifles turned to MDC settings, and they're <laughs> taking. <laughs> Wood's yeah. got him set up at a perfect little sniper roost. He's, he's going to build a little pile of rocks. He's just like, you just got to sit here and look through this scope and pull the trigger if he moves, and they'll just take turns. <laughs> That's funny. Lydia's just going to lay next to him. Well, Lydia's out feasting, I'm assuming. Yes. Uh, so, I'm before Lydia comes back to, to the campfire... Yeah, before she gets back, though, Caleb's going to walk over to Don, who I'm assuming is here. Yeah, he's right next to the fire. Boy, where'd that creepy little girl go? I... Hmm. Are you I supposed don't know. to be lucky enough and one of them took her out? No... We can Last only I be saw, so lucky. She did seem fine. Girl gives me the creeps. Uh. I'll go find her. Charlie, seriously? I'll go what? with a lot. <sighs> oh, because that makes me feel so much better. I guess we're going it together. Well, won't well, say I'll turn down your company, my dear. Or <sighs> Farouche, if she'd rather go. <laughs> She's going it seems like Car- the lovely Karis is busy pointing a rifle at that Robo fella. I said that right, Robo, right? That's the name? Uh, well, I believe they refer to themselves as combat cyborgs. I have, only I understand what one of those words means. And he kind of <laughs> walks with Charlie out into the night. And I you got a flashlight, Charlie. <laughs> have I been able to hear, like, the slurping noises? And- Give me a notice roll at minus... I feel like that's a very weird low-key kind of sound. And there is people talking around you. Killing the game oh. over here, bud. Actually, 18. make it minus six. <laughs> okay, still, <laughs> still pretty You bad. heard something <laughs> yeah, that sounded like, like that sounds like a dog drinking water out of a bowl. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Which reminds you, you're kind of thirsty, too. <laughs> yeah. I, th- I could probably spell it, too. Like, No, I mean, there's, you smell blood, definitely, because there's blood oh, all over the place sure, here. Sure, sure. People have been oh. having their goddamn heads exploded with That's lasers. True, yeah. One guy was hit by a multi-ton vehicle going about 80 miles an hour. <laughs> <laughs> there are small fires from a few of the wrecked motorcycles. Mm. And the ones that aren't wrecked are still active and running. Their lights are still on, so there are a few lights out here. It's pretty. Yeah, you can make out that faint, point. like, you know, doggy drink. Hello, Lydia. And, and Caleb's mm-hmm. kind of like wandering behind mm-hmm. you because he can't see. Why <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's bloody dark out here. It's bloody bloody out here. Boy. Unfortunate side effect of gunfight, sir. Yeah. Oh, I'm sir now. That's nice. <sighs> Lydia. You call me. What? <laughs> so i'm over here okay so you're drinking a person and that's fine um i wait she's what now cleansing it's okay i eat hot dogs all the time and i hang out with a pig like it's not that weird no charlie roll that back just a second there you said she's drinking a person yeah and, like, he immediately, like, grabs you by the shoulder and shoves it behind you, and then all of a sudden a new light pops into the air as, once again, his gun, spending the last bits of his power points <laughs> to attempt to activate ammo, Whammy. No, no, it's okay, let me talk to her. I got this. 
Uh, I will spend one of his bennies. <laughs> There's a success and a raise. <laughs> and smoke starts like kind of wafting out of the, the tip. <clears throat> I knew there was something off about you. I can recognize the undead when I smell them. Who's undead? You are, oh, you bloody oh. daft woman. Sucking blood out of a dead body like some kind of monster. What? Monster? Charlie, she's, she's a fucking vampire. I mean, don't you This whole you place is meat? rife with them. What? Vampire? They're... Listen, okay, okay, I'm gonna kind of interpose myself. <laughs> not that I'm tall enough to get in the way of his gun. <laughs> but... You're not. Like, he, he's, <laughs> you're standing there at your full height, and he's clearly aiming over you by at least a foot. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> Now, he Lydia... can't quite see Lydia, though, so that's... Well, he can't see her very well. <laughs> Yeah. I think Masuki's just going to take one step off to the side and fold her arms in that power armor because no matter who wins, she wins. <laughs> uh, Caleb is going to fire a bolt from a bullet from his gun and it erupts as just a beam of fire that hits right next to uh Lydia. That's not very sporting. No, I, I said stop it Caleb or I'll make you. I'm trying to have a conversation. Charlie, you can't make me do anything, Boyle. And I would advise you not to try poking around in my head. You're not going to like what you find in there. Now, you, you best be running off there, lass. Because I'm going to count to three, and then I'm going to start emptying the left of this gun in you. Why don't you go take a nice bath in the river and see how that treats you? I mean, I was planning on it later. I'm sure you were. Three. Two. I'm gonna wipe his mind. <laughs> uh, go ahead and roll. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see, where's the power? And wipe. Uh, okay, so it's five to fast cast. Remember, you can't do like the big, huge. I know. You know life one, I'm, but I'm just trying to make him forget the comment I made. Uh, gotcha. Oops, that's wrong. Sorry. I will reroll that. I will keep the 14. Um, it right. is opposed by smarts. Well, fortunately for you, Caleb is a smart fella. Yeah. So let's see this. Uh, let me reroll the 6 just to see if that explodes. Uh, so that would be an 11, and then something else happens. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. I fucked up. Too many minds in that mind. We're letting the devil out. Uh-oh. I know. <laughs> Wait till it all goes down. Lydia's about to flip her shit about the pot calling the kettle. <laughs> and just to see if I can do better than that, because unfortunately that oh. is only uh, 12. I'm going to spend his last Benny to reroll. So D10, D6, D6. This shit. You got him. <laughs> so you you go into the brain and... You, Charlie, the, there's two brains in there. Huh. Two brains. So like you, you see Caleb's mind and you kind of this flood of memories and things and you're looking for that one... And then it's like you feel somebody creeping up behind you in the night. 
What are you looking for, little friend? I said something, and I should have thought about things that I said before I said them. And I'm trying to take that back. Right now. <laughs> Go right ahead. I like messing with his mind, too. It's so fun. That oh. he gets so angry. <laughs> who, are, who are you? Don't you have work to do? <laughs> Run along. Do what you need to do. Don't mind me. And you hear like the weird sound of like <laughs> you've only heard funny. recently is shuffling cards. Huh. So yes, yeah, I'm assuming you're replacing that memory or getting rid of it. Uh I didn't I can't edit it, so I'm just getting rid of it. Okay. Um, yeah. Caleb just kind of blinks. Kinda of looks confused why he's pointing his gun at Lydia. But I mean he's been doing it it's, most of the night, so he doesn't care too much. It's okay, Caleb. I'm just gonna talk to her. And then <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the Manitou takes control, smiles at you, Lydia. Save some of that for me. <laughs> spins around. He most decidedly did not speak with an Irish accent. Right. Yeah. Charlie, he spins around because his hand is already kind of holding you back. Puts the gun in your face and pulls the trigger. <laughs> <laughs> so D10. Oops. Oh my god. Hold on, I gotta pull out a <laughs> Uh, so with the let the devil out, that'll be a five, so that's gonna hit. I'm gonna spend one of the Manitou's bennies. Oh my god, fuck. Uh, so that is uh, nine. That'll be a hit with a raise. And this has been fire and MDC. Oh, fuck. <laughs> and your protection is down, my friend. It's yes. been plenty of time. This is about to be uh, fucking Fire insane. does nothing specific to you. But it is a heavy weapon, so I believe that does. Let me just double check it real quick. I don't think it adds an extra d6. I think it turns them to d8s. Ammo whammy. Yeah, load for bear does extra die type. So it's going to be 2d8 plus 1. That sounds terrible. Mega damage. Fuck. Oh my god. It's uh, <laughs> only six. I'll spend the Manitou's last penny to reroll. Uh, so that'd be eight damage AP one. Okay, uh, current toughness is nine. Uh, the You jerk your head to the side and just a massive burn stripe as like the Hellfire Bolt rips out. And almost... Actually, hang on one second. Is letting the devil out also apply to damage, or is it just trait rolls? Oh, and damage rolls. So let me roll another d6. Oh, Sorry, shit. buddy. <laughs> Sorry, my friend. You don't sound very sorry there, Jason. <laughs> well, hey, Charlie decided to poke around in people's heads. Caleb warned him. Yeah. did say that. Uh, so that's seven. That's 11. Okay. So yeah, nine. Still so you are shaken. As you get, you kind of just turn, turn your head and just a massive wash of heat goes by you as a bolt of hellfire rips through the night and burns your, your, some fur off, but doesn't actually damage you. I'm swinging at him. I'll let you have a single attack, then we're, we're not, but we're not going to go into combat after this. So yeah, just... I didn't figure we would, but for all intents and purposes, there's no way Masuki's going to be standing next to this, have stepped off to the yeah. side, and watched anybody swing on Charlie. That's not real life. 
Yeah. <laughs> he kind of like, as you're swinging, he, he grips Charlie's fur tight and yanks him up in the air, and you hesitate to bring the blade down with it because you don't want to hit him. And he just kind of like wags the gun. Nuh-uh-uh. I did warn the little fellow that he wouldn't like what he'd find in there. This has been fun. Enjoy your vampire. Uh, and he tosses Charlie at you kind of roughly and slinks away in the night. Fuck. I saw radio back to Mags. <laughs> we have a situation. <laughs> Mags. Uh, this entire thing has gone sideways. Caleb just tried to kill Charlie. It was not his fault. There's two people in his brain. Uh, according to Charlie, there's two people in his brain. I'm not sure that actually like, makes me For better. a while, there was three. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I didn't like that kid for a reason. Also, the other one um, is eating people? Drinking people. Drinking people is what Charlie said. I'm not sure what's going on, Mags, but I don't feel good about any of it. I'm bringing Charlie back. No, I have to talk to her first. Why would you want to talk to her, Charlie? Because she's gonna, she wants to be friends, and I need to make sure that she doesn't have a bomb in her brain like my frog friend. She won't, you know. I'll ch- t- her intentions. Technically, Caleb had a bomb in his brain too, so <laughs> it already two went two. off. <laughs> yeah, and I, I learned that. My job is doing. I'm doing it right. So far, we've presented one portrayal, and we'll see if there's another one coming. Fair enough. Lydia can, Lydia can hear all this. Yeah, so. yeah that's fine. <laughs> She's not moving. She's going to continue to drain blood. Got to get some of these fucking wounds off me, sir. Don't care what they're saying over there. Doesn't have any- uh, <laughs> your, your wound is healed by now. You would have made that bigger roll. <laughs> she would have several opportunities to roll, so you're good. Uh, my shaken. You don't have to roll to get out of it. You're fine. Okay, okay. Like I said, we're not going into combat. Right, right. Let's see if he yeah. can wound you before going. Masuki will, in fact, put you down. But she's once again drawing the sword. I trust you, Charlie. I trust you too, Masuki, and that means a lot to me. I love you. Okay, Lydia. So, you want to hang out. You want to fight bad guys. Mm -hmm. Good shit. That's Mm -hmm. great. My last best friend uh, tried to kill me because some people put a bomb in his brain. And I need to make sure that you're not going to do anything like that. Do you have any issues with that? You want to get in my head? No, that's fine. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I am now going to cast uh, Exalted... Uh, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? So mind reading. Pass. Yep. Mind walk. Uh, I can walk through the mind and memories of the subject. <laughs> Duration five minutes. With the powers in effect, I can ask any number of questions, explore memories, or simply have a brief conversation with the inner consciousness of the target particularly vital or dangerous questions or thoughts or exploring deep hidden fears or something of great emotional value to the target may call for an additional contested role. Okay. So I don't know if you're opposing me. doesn't sound like it. Nope. <laughs> uh, there is going to be a minus two, though, for her numerous mental conditions. That <laughs> 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 so is part of the base power. Hindrances can... Uh, uh, so- I will re-roll. I will spend a Benny. Still not uh, doing spend it. Spend another Benny. Much there we go. There we go. <clears throat> yeah, it takes a little bit. Her mind is chaotic as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tess, do you so think yeah. there's a small part of Lydia that recognizes she is actually a fucking vampire? Oh, of course there is. I'm assuming there's gonna be. Just let me Several know parts. when you're ready. Yeah, it's like a yeah. house with many doors. You go in, and all of a sudden, you're standing in the middle of a hallway, and there's like seven doors in front of you. Which one do you open? 
Number three. Number three. You open up the door. We have young eight to nine year old Lydia sitting in the center of the floor in a flood in a sundress, looking outside of a window with bars on it. Now that being said, outside of the window with bars on it, there's nothing but sunshine. And should Charlie look out that window, he will see what appears to be twenty to twenty two year old Lydia picking flowers in a field. Are there any doors? Other doors than the one I entered? Uh, no. There are no other doors. Hi, Lydia. Hi, Lydia. I was talking to hey. What are you up to? Uh, you know, just playing games. She appears to have, like, some jacks on the floor. Of course, the cute little bouncy ball. Can I play? Absolutely. So you came to play? You came to hang out? We can draw things. And she pulls paper out of nowhere and crayons. I've never drawn things before. Mostly hanging out sounds fun. Uh, mostly just kind of want to make sure everything's cool, you know? Between <laughs> us and everyone else. Like, I think yeah. playing's a good way to do that. Uh, yeah. I was I was wondering if you could like maybe show me some things about yourself. We could you know kind of meet each other more. I mean we're meeting right now, right? That's true. But, like you know not not like small talk like big talk you know. Oh, you don't want to hang out with me. You want to hang out with her, and she points towards the window. So you're small talk Lydia, and that's big talk Lydia. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like we could all hang out. I think a little small talk is good. Mm-mm. No? Okay. Nope. Big talk Lydia doesn't like it when small talk Lydia says things. How come? I don't know. She says that small talk Lydia is Lydia of the past, but I'm right here, in the present. I think that makes sense. I think I used to be more small talk, too, once upon a time. Well, I'd love to hang out another time, um, but I'm going to go have big talk. Okay, fine. And, and she stands up and walks over to the window and takes the crayon and draws a door. Thanks, Lydia. And I'm going to kind of hop up and lick her cheek and then head through the door. Bye, Charlie. Bye. And yeah, <laughs> when you go to grab the door now, the door absolutely opens. Oh, that's so cool. Is it a purple crayon by chance? <laughs> it should be. <laughs> It is now. Amazing. <laughs> so I'll run through the um, <laughs> beautiful sunlit flowery hills. <laughs> oh, <know>. yeah. <laughs> it's a huge meadow of nothing but purple, yellow, and red flowers. Is there even pollen to sneeze at? Nope. Just no pollen whatsoever. <laughs> okay. Yep. It came straight off a postcard. If you could run through a postcard, this would be your time. This would be your moment. <laughs> and I've been wanting a moment like this all my life. I know, me too. Hey, big uh, talk, Lydia. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, hey. yeah. Oh, yeah. I invited you here. I forgot. Yeah. I'm sorry. Come on in. Would you like some tea? I'd love some tea. And out of the trunk of a tree, she pulls a tea set. Two teacups. And a big checkered blanket, which she lays across the ground. Oh my god. Does it, does it, they're like 
automatic honey from the tree too. That's so cool. Oh, there can be. Do you like honey? Okay. Yeah. Get to have it have it very often. There's like not very many trees where. You know. No, I I don't know. But don't worry, I'll find out. Yeah, you'll find out. Um, so I just kind of wanted to have like a big talk meeting. Oh, hold on one second. I'm missing okay. part of my outfit. And she reaches behind the tree, pulls out a cape, which is yellow on one side and red on the other, and snaps it around her neck. Okay, I'm ready. Let's go. Nice. Cool. Um, yeah, I just kind of have a talk because, you know, I hope you're a new friend. I've just had some bad experiences before, and I want to make sure that, like, you know, like, our values align, and you're not, like, a secret agent sent to kill me my friends i'm sure you understand i do because you have to make sure i'm not a bad guy that being said i have no secrets okay well i was wondering if maybe i could see like you're a superhero right like maybe i could see some of your origin story or something you know like how you came to be who you are and maybe i could show you some of my story too um yeah, we could kind of connect a little bit. Awesome. Absolutely. Okay, but tea first, though. Oh, I yeah, think. definitely. Tea first. And she sticks her pinky way out because, of course, that's the way you're supposed to drink <laughs> tea as she picks up the cup and calmly sips it. Uh, Charlie, like, puts out one paw and then, uh, <laughs> like, levitates the tea to his mouth. Yes. <laughs> I was wondering how we're going to hit that no opposable thumbs game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm worrying about it. Don't worry. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> so, yeah, we drink tea for probably about 15, 20 minutes. And finally, Lydia says, give me one second. I actually have to go pick something up from the other one. And then I'll be right back. And she skips off down the field. Strangely enough, she seems to get smaller and smaller and smaller until she pretty much just disappears entirely. <laughs> Worst perspective. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I think Charlie will spend the time kind of just looking around. He'll, like, actually, like, peek into the tree. Oh, um, fantastic. See if you can get, like, more honey. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Pretty much anything Charlie can dream up that is good and happy, he can pull <laughs> from the tree. Amazing. Uh, when it's you like come back... Trick. Yeah. And... When you come back, there's like little action figures of the big guns. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, super grumpy. Uh, Mag, Mag's action figure. Super like incredibly well articulated. Um, Misuki suit, like a little <laughs> tiny Misuki figure. Uh, the Mag's figurine and the Mech suit are the exact same size. <laughs> nice. We uh, Charlie set up like a little tea party. <laughs> Everybody gets a cup. <laughs> that's fantastic. Oh, I see everyone's here now. Well, that's fantastic. Ugh. Well, Charlie, as she stretches, are you ready to go for a quick jaunt? Yeah, let's go. Perfect. And she pulls out the exact same purple crayon that little Lydia <laughs> had and draws another door on the tree. That's so cool. Man. I'm sure you can do it too. Kind Anytime of. Anytime you want to come in. Okay, thanks. 
I don't have a crayon to do it though. I just kind of walk through. Ah, that's even better. Yeah. Yeah, that's a really cool superpower. It's way cooler than mine. I don't know. I, I like the crayon, and sometimes people think I'm like dead when I do that, like a ghost or something. Which <laughs> people... I, I've used to my advantage. I'll just let you know. <laughs> but... People think I'm dead all the time. It's fine. I guess just some powers look like that. It's kind of strange. I wonder why. It is strange. Anyway, yeah, let's go. Alright, as you enter the tree trunk, you look around and there is a small house set up on a hill. There is a single plume of smoke coming from the cottage's single chimney off to the right-hand side. The front has one door, two windows on the base of the house, and it has a slight second story level but it's only ha- one half of the house it comes to a triangle steeple at the top and there is a triangular window your world's really pretty yeah superheroes get really cool stuff as long as they stay in superhero world it's when they go into the real world that things get ugly but anyway that's why we're superheroes do you mean like you gotta like envision the world you want and then create it kind of uh, yeah, or somebody else can give you the vision that you want. Like, somebody you look up to? Like, that's kind of how I feel about Mags. Oh, cool. Perfect, because I have a mentor, too. He's great. Oh, can we meet your mentor? Uh, yeah, sure. He's the one that made me a superhero. As a matter of fact, you're going to see him shortly. Oh, cool. Okay. Okay, so I say we don't go inside, but we can definitely peek in the windows. Okay, that's fair. If we go in, we'll interrupt the story, and then you won't see it all, and then you'll think that I changed something, but I'm not changing anything. We're just leaving it the way it is, and that way you can look at it and view it and not take any part in it, and then you can know what you're looking at, and everything will be great, because you'll be like, yeah, that's what the world's like, and it'll be fantastic, instead of saying, oh, that's what the world could be like, except for Lydia stuck her hand in there, and now the world's not like that anymore, because they're looking at Lydia's hand, and they're trying to figure out what's going on, and she interrupted the entire stream of consciousness. That makes sense. (laughs) Perfect. And she skips up to the window. Come on over. Come on over. Charlie she starts will peeking in. All right. Inside the window, there is 19-year-old Lydia, who, strangely enough, appears to look just like 22-year-old Lydia, who's standing next to you. Oh. Beside her sits a tall, lanky, insanely pale gentleman. Huh. It appears as if he was drawn and all the color was drained from his body. There's no color in his skin. There's no color in his hair. There's actually very little color in his eyes to the point where they look kind of like a pale yellow. He appears to be anointing her with some sort of sword in some sort of deep and thought out profound ceremony. Then he draws her in for a hug, pushes her back, and puts the self-same cape she's wearing right now around her shoulders and clasps it as she drops to the ground on one knee and accepts the honor of becoming whatever you can't hear on the other side of that door. Uh, so are these, like, magical items? Like, I don't see you use them. Or are they just kind of, like, metaphors? Oh, no, no, no. This is how I got my superpowers. This is it. This is the ceremony. So you can, like, bestow these items upon anyone and then they become superheroes, too? I can't. Evidently, you have to be a special kind of superhero to be able to give out superpowers. Well, I don't know. I guess I could. Nobody ever taught me. I don't know. Hmm. Interesting. I could try a ceremony. 
But also, I might get in trouble. I guess if you, like, chose the wrong people to be superheroes, it could be a problem. Also, according to my mentor, if you do the ceremony wrong, you don't turn into a superhero. You just die. Those are high stakes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to kill anybody, so, yeah, I don't do the ceremony to other people. What was your uh, first mission as a superhero like? Oh, cool. You want to see that? Let's yeah. go to the back window. And she grabs your paw and starts dragging you around the house. <laughs> Charlie will, like, fly so he's not being, like, dragged on the ground. Yeah, that's probably a better <laughs> idea. Because she runs with a little bit of celerity. <laughs> Welcome to Dream World. It's not like I know any better. We run fast. We hit hard. We eat people. Sure. When you get around to the back window, she peeks in, and inside this window, it looks super dark. Like, picture this. London, 1867. Dark alleyway, right over the the Thames. There seems to be water rushing by. There's a couple of people in the alleyway. Some of them seems to be coughing, and blood's coming out of his mouth, and really doesn't look like he's long left for this world. All of a sudden, another gentleman comes around the corner. He has a baseball bat. He's threatening him. Man, it'd be great if we could hear, wouldn't it? Okay, it doesn't even matter. I can tell you what's going on. He's threatening that guy. You're welcome. Why? why? I think he's going to take his stuff. Just then, you see the gentleman who's coughing prepare to hand out a pocket watch to the gentleman with the bat. Enter the superhero. (laughs) You see a caped crusader, donned all in black save for a yellow and red cape, come falling from the sky and land in the perfect superhero pose on one knee with her fist on the ground in between the two gentlemen. Oh. Yeah, I'm definitely going to save this guy, and my mentor is going to help this guy. It's going to be fantastic. Just watch. She pretty much breaks into a celerity run, runs laps around the gentleman with the baseball bat as she ties him up with his own clothing, pushes him off into a corner. Just then, the tall, lanky, insanely pale gentleman walks from around the corner and appears to bite the dying gentleman on the neck? Don't worry, this is just how he sucks out the evil. He's gonna replace it. It's like what, though? Not evil? With good. Does he, like, spit good? Uh, not exactly. You pretty much have to take the good the same way that he took the evil. I don't think I understand, Lydia. It's okay. Keep watching. Okay. About 45 seconds later, you see the gentleman who appeared to be dying of consumption... Uh, his teeth seem to be elongating and becoming what looked to be fangs. Also, for some reason, he's starting to look a little insanely pale himself. The mentor reaches out with his wrist, kind of slices it with his own fingernail, and offers it to the gentleman with consumption. At which point, he begins to drink from the wrist? You can't quite tell. The wrist is definitely in his mouth, though. Maybe he's eating the flesh? I don't know. This all seems rather odd. <laughs> 
Oh, so you think like good and bad are like in the blood, kind of, like different types. Uh, I think they're in the soul. I think that even if you took somebody and you took all their blood away, it wouldn't necessarily take the evil out of them. It would just kill them. We're not here to kill people. We're here to make them better. So you take out like some like bad blood and then you give them good blood back, kind of. Uh, you only give them good blood back if you're going to make them into a superhero. Really, I just take out the bad blood and then I get rid of it. Uh. Okay, but what about like the crown and the cape, and I mean the sword and the cape. I mean, that was me getting my superhero stuff. So that's like extra things? But I didn't see you do anything with blood stuff. Uh, yeah, because that would be weird. Charlie's not an idiot. I'm sure he's getting the impression that this is how she glossed over how she became a superhero. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Uh-huh. He may be naive, but he's not dumb. I don't know. I guess everybody's ceremony is kind of different. But kind of the same. Okay. Were you, like, conscious the entire time the ceremony happened? Oh, yeah, definitely. Also, I know it looks like the ceremony took place in the cottage, but it really didn't take place in the cottage. It took place in a crazy place. It's a crazy place. Bars on the windows. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I don't live there anymore. I think that I came from a crazy place, too. Do you want to see? Oh. <gasps> yes. Okay. Um, can, can I borrow the crayon really fast? See if it works. Absolutely. Okay. And she hands him the crayon. <laughs> Charlie's going to take the crayon in his mouth. <laughs> Draw a door on the wall, and we'll, and we'll walk through. Ooh, sweet. <laughs> what are you guys uh, doing walking through mines? <laughs> uh, we come into a fluorescent room. Um, there looks like a, um, a mirror on one side, fluorescent lighting above. There's a little soft pad in the back right of the room. It's very small. And there's a TV mounted, um, high up on one of the corners playing Sesame Street. Uh, this is kind of where, like, I grew up. Um, you can't see the rest of my, uh, litter right now. Sometimes they'll, like, take us into rooms and, like, hit us up against each other. And we have to, like, use our powers against each other or they'll zap us. Um. That's terrible. Yeah. They kind of, like, left us alone in here all the time. And sometimes, like, a little tube opens up in the ceiling and, like, this gas stuff comes out. And then you cough and you fall asleep. Then you wake up again, and your body will hurt, and especially your head, usually. Kind of a crazy place. So yeah. I, I think I know what you mean by crazy place. I don't really like to think about this place either, so I get why you you know, make it a cottage. Yeah, your crazy place seems a lot like my crazy place, except for we didn't have a television. Yeah, but like the way that I got out is I thought that I was going to die, and I just kind of accepted that. And then I found out I could walk through walls. Like, come here, come see. And what? Charlie, Charlie kind of like passes through the wall that has like the window or mirror. Sweet. Um, if Lydia wants to follow. Oh yeah, she's gonna definitely attempt to follow. Uh, there's lots of people in like white, um, white coats, 
And it looks <laughs> like the, the window's like a two-way, and they're taking research and notes. And when they see us, they like start freaking out. One of them hits a button, and an alarm sounds. It's like, yeah, they got pretty freaked out when I did this. And I just kind of like walked out. And then I found other friends. So that was kind of neat. That's amazing. This is a lot like the crazy place I came from, except for uh, I don't see anybody passing out a bunch of pills, but maybe they passed out the pills in the morning at your place. They passed them out in the morning at our place, too. I guess that's a whole thing. I guess it depends on what time we were here. It doesn't really matter. The cool part is that you can walk through walls, and that's how you got out, because I had to wait for my mentor to come get me. Yeah. Uh, they made us take pills for a while, but we figured out how to like hide them in our mouths and not actually take them. So they started doing other things. Oh, that's brilliant. Yeah. Oh, that's terrible. Anyway, we can go back to the other place now if you want. Okay. Okay. We'll finish tea time. Sounds good. <laughs> and Charlie will draw another door. We'll end up back where we were. Oh, yeah. Tea time and toys. Well, I think I think we understand each other. Um, it's nice to meet you, and I appreciate you letting us do this. Yeah, I'm just glad you're not in the crazy place anymore, and I'm glad I'm not in the crazy place anymore too. Yeah. Well. Okay. Let's wake up. Okay, friends for life. See you later. On the other side? Yeah, the yeah. other side. Friends for life. Wake up. Masuki, what are you doing? Is Charlie just kind of stare there in the night <laughs> like a statue? I'm holding my position with my sword drawn because the moment she twitches in the wrong direction, I'm going to stab her up. Give me a notice roll. Ooh, might get to stab up Caleb too. Oh, wait, it's a notice roll. Mm. Yeah, five. Uh, with your plus two for your armor, that's a oh, seven. That's true, it's a seven. <laughs> yeah, like, you keep thinking you hear shit, and then like you look back at your sensors, and there's nothing around you. So it's it's one of those things where you're just creeped out. Like Caleb has bothered you. This has bothered you. <laughs> there's that wizard out there. Who the fuck knows? Like there's so many threats. You're kind of jumping at shadows here. Your armor has betrayed you a little bit in this fight. You are not quite needing to make a fear check, but you are borderline. I think that's fair. <laughs> But yeah, after a few minutes, Charlie snaps too. Let's cut I, back uh, to Team Fireside. Uh, uh, anything else that Mags wants to accomplish before the night ends? Uh, no, uh, I'll have the uh, Derringers go uh, collect up all the uh, equipment, the, all the gear from the fallen uh, gangers. Um, see what I can't, what we can uh, manage to carry. Uh, I assume we don't have room for a bunch of those motorcycles, but... Well, I mean, unless people decide to drive them home to themselves. Yeah. That's fair. Which we might do. You might be able to mount one to the Mountaineer. Uh, but you also, in theory, if you get your plane, you are supposed to be getting a, like, you know... A trailer. Yeah. So you should be able to have some more room on that. Sweet. We'll try to do something with that, but the... But yeah, those bikes could be worth a good bit. Stuff. Yeah. All the bikes had a personal or anti-personal laser on them, so you can definitely try to at least rip those out. Obviously, yeah. it would take time. Yeah, it'll take they, time. They do, it's mostly they are gathering them up, kind of like some of the bikes are trashed, 
Um, yeah. But they go through, collect weapons, credits, and kind of pile everything up in the out-of-the-way corner here. You can kind of yeah. keep it hidden and take care of it in the morning and maybe My come back to it when you get to more trade, vehicles. Uh, trade the, what we can't, what we decide not to take with us to uh, Danny for parts for the uh, king, for the Sky King. Nice. So I can repair it. And then eventually, after a little bit, Masuki, Charlie, and Lydia come back. No Caleb, though. What happened? I kind of, I'm a little somber, I think. And Charlie does a have a big burn stripe across the side of his face. It's mostly just fur, but... Yeah, I I come over and I sit next to you. And after me, I look up at you and I say, I've decided that I should have confidence in my own point of view, and I should no longer uh, randomly and arbitrarily and always uh, just take on other people's point of view. Uh, I'm okay. Caleb uh, tried to kill like Charlie. A hard lesson. I didn't like that kid. Took my money. And now, Tess Masuki, I mean, when he spoke, there was definitely, like I said, he wasn't speaking in his normal accent. So something was a little bit off. I completely agreed because he didn't have an accent at all. Also, the timbre of his voice was different and the cadence. This didn't change nothing. <laughs> Yeah, so you said he was mind controlled or something, uh, Charlie. He had uh, two two minds. There was another being in his brain, and it said that it likes to fuck with his brain too. And I don't think Caleb's aware of it. Possessed or some interesting. Well, either way, he'll have to make an accounting for it. Definitely possessed. But no need for us to venture out into the night and discover him. As you say that, you hear the faint song. Uh, just kind of coming in through the wind. It's, it sounds like it's like a, to one direction, and then it sounds like it's circling your light, but much faster than somebody could walk. And it's like an old Irish, just ditty. Every uh, the three of you give me spirit rolls, please. Mm, These are, this is a fear check. Weird ass fucking geode. Six for me. Uh, Don got a six. Um, Suki got a six. Everybody got a six! Six, six, six. Got a six also. (laughs) Yep. It's creepy, but not enough to really creep you out. And it kind of just goes on for a minute or two. And then, like I said, it went from circling your, your light to then all of a sudden just bouncing all over in different directions. And then it just kind of fades after a few minutes. You reckon that's this uh, ghost uh, spirit or whatever? Masuki and Charlie, it sounded like that thing that was talking in Caleb's body. It was, it was definitely uh, Caleb's brain parasite, buddy friend, horrible. Mm. Yes, whatever mm. owns the boy. It definitely sounds like whatever owns the boy. Yeah. Uh. I would like not to go one to thing is another. How many guards are you setting throughout the night there, Meg? Uh, well, we'll have uh, somebody posted up here by the... Uh, well, no, with the weird shit happening, everybody needs to come in and be within sight. So we'll, we'll have at least two at a time covering each other and the cyborg. Whatever the fuck is out there. I'll pull the mountaineer over by the fire. That way people can get in in and out in the light, and some people can be in there. Thankfully, 
evil Caleb does not snipe your prisoner in the night, because that would be the easiest way to hurt you here. That's true. However, uh, come morning time, all those bodies, thankfully mostly were drained of blood, but they have been very creatively dismembered and spread out to a very large message on the ground that when you realize it's letters, you kind (laughs) of get a better viewpoint. Be seeing you. Fuck. <laughs> Lydia just kind of sits cross-legged on the ground. Somebody's got a sense of humor! In the essence, just to kind of speed through some things here. So, Cinco is true to his word. He goes back to town and gets word, word to a few people that the uh, shaman that he knows of frequents. It takes uh, several days. And so go ahead and mark off about 50 credits just for food and lodging. All right. Even if you spend most of your time camping, yeah. Um, just general supplies and things of that nature to stay going. We will assume that you will be able to, you know, trade some things. Danny is amenable to trading at a very favorable rate, especially if you can help him cure his hearing problem and save his like a uh, scrapyard. But after about a week, that tribe does come through. And the shaman does pay you a visit and is willing to help. Mostly through his own generosity and the fact that the Los Locos are no longer a thing. He seems to look out even more favorably on that. And he will, with the aid of Lydia, Charlie, uh, and Dawn, your three non-techies, is able to root out the gremlin infestation and to banish them to high hell. Uh, it's a fun, wacky little time. Takes the better part of a day as you guys go gremlin hunting. But you do manage to clear them out. And Danny can hear again, thanks to his implant being exercised, as it were. In this week, there's no sign of Caleb. If anybody goes trying to find him, nobody in town has seen him. Also, I believe Don and Masuki have a conversation. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's very true. <laughs> so at some point, I don't know if Don would see this through until the gremlins are finally exercised and stay with the group, but I'm sure he... Oh, yeah, definitely. This is something that he agreed to help because, you know, Danny needed help. Right. So, yeah, let's, let's say at some point, Masuki, I imagine, approaches, and let's pick up there. So you know where to find the castle. Castle Refuge. Ah, yes. Home sweet home. I must go there. Take me. Well, are you on a quest or something? I am. Excellent. For my honor. Quest is just what I need. It has been some time since I went home. And your honor is at stake, you say? So I can agree to this. Excellent. You know, it's not going to be a... Short or easy journey. <laughs> nope. Trek will be hard, but uh, your sense of justice has impressed me already, so I believe that you will be up to the task. I also believe this. We will leave at night. Tomorrow night. Be prepared. Why night? As not to be followed. Ah, I see. You have loyal friends. You're concerned about dragging them down with you. 
Yet another quality I admire. I will not have them die for my cause. <laughs> Excellent. Onwards bravely into the face of death. Yes. <laughs> she shares a pot of tea with him. This is excellent tea. I haven't had tea since I last left home. Ah, oh, my lovely fiance. You can make quite a cup of tea. You'd probably like him. We'd probably get along. <laughs> <laughs> I do not doubt this. I also am affianced. I have not seen him ah, in a long time. Great. Yet another thing that we have in common. Honor, <laughs> thirst for justice, and affianced. <laughs> Yes, yes. Kindred souls, if you will. Lydia perks up. (laughs) 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 And then goes back to doing what she's doing wherever she is at. (laughs) Probably just watching and listening. She doesn't care if they're going out to get more training. I I do have to warn you that Castle Refuge uh, is a very open-minded place, but you will have to go through some sort of uh, acceptance protocol. Just, uh, part of the deal. I can vouch for you, but the higher-ups, they're a little more strict than I am. But before that, you'll have to survive passing through numerous coalition territories. <laughs> Child's play. Coalition runs at sight of my sword. Which is weird, Masuki, because he doesn't carry a sword. <laughs> So we will assume at the night of, you and Yusha slip away from camp, rendezvous with a Don who has already saddled and prepared his horse with supplies. I put and Yusha you on all my start. Yep. Probably more comfortable on the horse, but that's fine. That's a personal problem. I'm not interested <laughs> in her comfort. I thought we all knew that. <laughs> and you all head north and east journeying through the night and whatever dangers and surprises and former angered lovers might lurk out there as you journey to meet with your family and truly become worthy of the armor you wear. Max! (laughs) (laughs) I like the scene with Dawn and uh, Masuki silhouetted against the sliver because we're headed east of the sliver of the sun coming up, you know, as as Dawn rises. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's where that's where Dawn's name came came from, because his 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 full name is Sword Cut that cuts through the night. It refers to that first that scimitar esque oh. appearance of the sun as it rises over the horizon. I love that. Nice, Max. It's been about a productive week and a half. A lot of sitting around, hoping that this cyborg Cinco was good on his word and could get this shaman. He did. It took time, but, you know, he was a man of his word, and you let him go. Did you let him go with his weapons? <laughs> well, that was the agreement. Uh, yeah. Okay. So he, so he takes his minigun and his greatsword, and he is leaving Laredo as well, where he will not have a place here without his gang. He will be attacked by too many people yeah. and eventually fall. The, the, the worst thing he can do is stay here. I'm sure he has play, way more enemies than us. Yes. But the Los Locos gang is no more. Aye. Again, you don't see any sign of Caleb. If anybody like goes looking for him, they report no no sign. 
during the week while we waited for uh, help to show up so that we could clear out the gremlins, could I make an attempt to uh, repair the Glitter Girl? Yes, let me bring up my technical difficulties and see how hard that would be. So it would be nice for her to have a working personal <laughs> laser before I mean, she heads out. Probably. Not that you know she's leaving. But it would be nice, she right? She knows she's leaving. <laughs> yes. Because I have to repair hers and my uh, language translator. So since we were waiting anyway, and I can't mess with the Sky King because I can't risk going into the... Alright, so it is a severe failure. Requires 1d6 days and repair check at minus 4 and parts equal to 40% of the item's base cost. I'll say if you sacrifice all of the personal lasers from the the um, Wastelander, okay. you, that'll waive the credit cost. I want to see how many days it takes. I mean, actually it's pointless. You'll get it done before. Oh. Yeah, that... Even at the Sweet minus four, baby I'm Jesus. pretty sure you're good. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, and because of one of my edges, I do it in half time. <laughs> but did, did so your 22 get any well, pluses? A success Actually, in each raise helps repair one level, so yeah. that would be enough to get it fully function. Because one success will get you down to serious, a raise will get you to glitch, and another raise will get it fully healed. Awesome. So yeah, you do your typical mag standard work. It is good as new. Yeah, that's fantastic. Better. <laughs> it's better than new. Okay. New didn't have my personal modifications and tweaks. Now it's better than new. And I, you said you want to also repair your translator, which I think was at the serious level. Yeah, same thing. So that is only a minus two. It only takes about um, a few hours. Okay. Uh, that's yeah, a success so and a raise, so that'll be f- fully fixed as well. Mm-hmm. Winning. But after... About the day after the Great Cleansing, which you all eagerly wait outside the fences and hear the sound of combat and chanting and pray that your people are doing well, the gremlins don't prove to be very physically violent, but the sheer number of them, there were a lot. A couple dozen. <laughs> not counting the other like half dozen that are infesting various pieces of machinery they're, they're tricksy bastards they can go invisible and just basically meld into objects but the shaman makes good work basically the banishment wounds them and if it incapacitates them forces them out so it's an interesting day <laughs> but they are all eventually silenced, smushed, killed or trapped in, in inconsequential junk where they will remain for the rest of their eternity but the Sky King is now yours to reclaim. Uh, you don't really have enough, unless you plan on spending even more time in the Rado. You don't really have the time to get it up and flying again. But Danny is so grateful that you get all the spare parts needed where you won't have to spend any credits. Um, you just need to get it back to your shop and get it working. Alright. Um, all he does good, supply man. you with a, a trailer at no cost. Again, he's so grateful. And he says if you ever need anything and it's worth your time to come down here, or if you want him to keep an eye out for anything in particular, uh, have Arden send word and he will gladly set aside stuff for you. Yeah, and uh, we'll help uh, scrap and scavenge the rest of the uh, Wastelanders for him. Nice. Just, uh, uh, do you want to keep one or two for yourself? or? Uh, yeah, if I can fit a couple on the uh, the uh, There's enough trailer. room like, within great. the trailer with the with the spare parts, we'll say you can get two. 
it'd be nice if, it, if eventually I can, like, have a vehicle for all the different extras and whatnots. So you send Higgs the next day to go get food for the journey home, because it is a, a lengthy one. Two weeks, open road, hopefully, you know, nothing major. Lydia has proved to be quite valuable. She helped out um, during the day to clear the gremlins, although she was a little sluggish and tired, but she did it anyways. Most of the time for this last week and a half, you don't see her very often during the day. She always says she'll come find you. Uh, But usually it's at night when most of you are wanting to go to bed. Well, Lydia, it's been a pleasure working with you. Uh, I especially enjoy your efficacy. We're... uh, we're heading back tomorrow now, where our business here is done. There's oh. lots of trouble up there if you're interested. Because we stopped the villains in this town. Although that one guy did escape, but I'm pretty sure he was the mastermind to begin with. It's completely okay, then. The camera pans to the latest series of riots, gunfights, murders, rapes, and pillaging going on <laughs> on an hourly basis in Laredo. <laughs> but yes, everything's taken care of. They're all just having fun. It's <laughs> just a celebration over there. Technically, the, the gang you were targeting, Lydia, is no more. So yes, yeah. you succeeded. We destroyed Los Lo. Uh, so, we're going to head off. Hope to see you again. Uh, unless you are interested in continuing on on uh, as be as needed uh, pro bono basis, I'm not sure what you're talking about. I thought we already became a superhero group. I'm not sure what you're saying right now. All right then, I'll take that as your crazy way of saying yes. <laughs> yes to what? That was episode 17 of The Big Guns, Feeding After Midnight. Thank you all for listening, and I hope that you are enjoying the show so far. Masuki and Lydia the Psychopath were played by Tess the Sociopath? Maybe. All the evil and not evil and not player characters were played by Jason RDM. Will played Charlie, the lovable little Charlie. And I played Mag, Flint, and Dawn, the forgettable characters. The game we play is Savage Rifts, a collaboration between Pinnacle Entertainment and Palladium Books. It's lots of fun. If you don't already play it, you should check it out. Please, uh... Go by patreon.com slash inourdreams and check out the available tiers and see if there's any way that you could uh, join and support us. Until then, we'll see you in the next stream. <laughs>